Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Yes, welcome to episode thirteen of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And uh, yeah, it's it's that time again. It's the time of the week where we record this wonderful show for your ear holes and auditory enjoyment. You look exhausted. I am so tired, which is ironic since we did get a very full, awesome night's sleep last night. I, I, I not so much here, but that's oh. yeah. I've been waking up like. For whatever reason, like at like two o'clock in the morning, two thirty, and then I'm restless the rest of the time, and it's been, it's been all sorts of not fun. There so. was no tray in my bed, and I slept like a rock. Oh well, I've been sleeping like a rock <laughs> after that too, but yeah, I mean, it's still been, it hasn't been the, uh, the kind of sleep that, it's just not very restful for me. So you know, it happens though. It's all good. But I'm still battling the ear sinus thing, and the, they've got me on all sorts of weird. Well, they want to go rotor root your head. They do. They won't. They. Won't. He essentially wants to take a, you know, uh, imagine taking a pipe cleaner when you're cleaning your bong out as a you know in high school. We're, we're essentially doing the same thing, or I should say, the doctor wants to do the same thing only to jo- Jody's sinus cavities, and then he also wants to shave some bone or chip some bone. He wants to do something with a bone in her head. Um, she's got too much bone or something like that. And no, it's not my fault this time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've broken my nose so many times. Why well, now? You haven't broken your nose. <laughs> Ezra's broken it a couple yes. times. Tempe's broken it a couple times, and Trent's broken it a couple times. I have a soft nose. Well, for whatever reason, my you know our kids seem to think that headbutting is a great way to get your attention, and they're really good at it. So if they're ever wanting to, great aim. <laughs> yeah. If they ever want to, it hurts just thinking about it. Like my nose actually hurts just thinking about it. Well, if they ever want to reenact that 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 final scene of a true detective. Yeah. They can do it just fine because their heads are hard enough to make it happen. So, and hopefully that wasn't too spoiler. I mean, it was fairly vague, so yeah, it shouldn't be too vague. bad if you haven't watched it yet. And if you haven't watched it yet, you're you fucking should. up. Go watch it; you it's should. a good show. But definitely not with your kids. Oh my god, no! Not a kid show. This ki- okay, so I'm not. I'm, I always get into TV. Like I get immersed, as Justin will tell you. I cry at virtually every oh show my god. I've ever she watched. Cries at the freaking telephone commercials that they I, had back in the eighties. Not anymore. Well, because they don't they don't do them anymore. No. But they used I'm, to. I'm saying, when I'm pregnant, it's it's ten times worse. Like, commercials will make me cry. But generally, commercials do not make me cry. It's just TV shows. But sometimes, even, like, kids' TV shows that aren't, like, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they miss their pet, and I'm, like, bawling. Yeah, when poor Perry's got something going on, it's like, <laughs> no, Perry! <coughs> <coughs> 
You're supposed to talk when I cough. <clears throat> uh, well, I didn't realize you were going to cough right as I went to take a swig of my beer. So, well, okay. See, we got to time those things better. Well. If I'm taking a drink, you can't cough. Okay. I'll remember that <laughs> in the future. So I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I cry. I get very involved in TV. And with True Detective, I got very, very involved. Like to the point where my muscles hurt after the final episode. Well, because it was I tense. was so, yeah. like my muscles were so tense the entire time. No, it was a, it was a very tense episode. Good episode, but very tense. Yeah. So... Go watch it. It's good. Yeah, we don't want to make this. And whole... now, and now we're going to be really lame and say that our next show is going to be Dexter because <laughs> we've never watched it. Well, all. that that or Bates Motel, but I, I don't know if I either of which are going to be hard. Uh, basically, when you have three kids, it's a pain in the ass to try to actually keep up on any good <laughs> adult TV. Television. Well, not adult. We're, we're but behind like on adult. we're behind on Game of Thrones. We've never watched Dexter. Um, let's see what else is there. About? Sons of Anarchy. Is Sons of, I've I've seen half of the pilot episode. It's yeah. a, I, from what I can tell, it's going to be. Yeah. a Justified is one we wanted to watch. Justified is one, yes. All these recommendations from other shows that we watched that were like, oh, we need to watch that. And so, and I can't, I don't dare put them in the DVR. Luckily, most of it's on demand because I stuck it in the DVR. We'd have Ezra would watch it. Well, not even that. We'd have a full (laughs) DVR and we'd never record anything else. He's been better about that lately. Better, but yeah, I, that kid. Yeah, he's kind of a pain in the ass about that. He wants to be grown up so bad. So it's not even that. I just don't watch. I watched it at mom. I watched it at mom. Oh god, don't even go there. <laughs> yeah, that's my least favorite line. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that have happened over at that place that are, you know, less than stellar. Less than but we'll, stellar. We'll so get don't don't use that. Well, basically, and even even if let's just forego all the you know dumb shit that happens. Two different households are going to have two different sets oh, yeah. of rules. That, I mean, that's the way it was when I was growing so up. So no matter what, no matter what, if you're at dad's house, it's going to be different than you're at mom's house. You yeah. can't take the rule set and swing it back and forth. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, there's certain things like, you know, don't Should be a be dick. universal. Stuff mm-hmm. like that is universal, but... I'm not going to let... We're not necessarily going to agree on what he should and shouldn't watch. Yeah. Hopefully... There would be a discussion there first, but nine times out of ten, it's not that. And I try happen, not to take. If he's done something over there, I don't punish him for it. I just, I just remind him that the rules may be different over here. Yeah. So just because you watched it, or he's even used the excuse, "Well, I watched it with dad." Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you watched half of an episode that we'd already seen. That was what? What was that? Be- almost, almost human. human. Yeah, and so we had pre-screened a bunch of those episodes, and I think it and was, left out a couple that we didn't want to want him. Well, to watch. mainly it was the second episode because we talked about this before. We probably did. So, yeah. yeah, but so because if if he's seen a part of something with me, that automatically in his mind gives him carte blanche permission to watch all of it. It's like no, no, nope. that's not mm-hmm. how it works because. Mm-hmm. Even like with that show Ridiculousness that I watched them, mm-hmm. there are certain episodes I've been going through with some of the guest shows and, and people that are there. And then even some of that, there'd be certain episodes where I wouldn't want them to watch it just because of the crap, what the subject matter they're going to talk about is going to be based upon who the guest is. Like the side boob today when you were watching it with. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. That, no, was, that was awful. Awesome. That was awful. She smashed a beer can with her giant breasts. <laughs> <laughs> just a massive. I mean, this is. Massive a, memory. Like just a, a take old bitty, man. It was, just, it was fucking huge. It was bigger than Ezra's head. <laughs> I, but I swear to God, she dropped it on this 12 ounce beer can and the damn bit. It was like watching a, you know, a freaking car hit a school bus it just <laughs> <laughs> just killed it Ooh. oh that was pretty and i'm sitting there going oh my god not only did ezra just see that so did his friend mm. but his friend's dad was present i know but and had there been a problem <laughs> he would have said something so i can take that one and completely absolve myself of any responsibility whatsoever because 
I didn't. Um, <laughs> you, yeah. So. Anyway, you went and saw Princess Bride today on the big screen. I know. I'm jealous. I'm actually, and I was actually impressed. The boys were. They actually at certain points like rapped. They're like, "Ooh, what's gonna happen next?" They're actually all like <laughs> into it. Tempe was laughing at all the funny parts, but there there you, were long stretches in there's between. There's long stretches mm-hmm. in between, but when when it got funny, she liked it. But and, but overall, though, all she did was she asked to sit in my lap. Mm-hmm. And on the boring parts, she'd snuggle me. Yeah. On the funny parts, she'd sit up and watch it. And yeah. on the boring parts, she snuggled me. So all in all, it wasn't too bad. I'm glad she was good. I was a little worried. Yeah, no, I wanted to stay home alone and play video games. Yeah, you've been playing the new Marvel Lego Marvel game? Lego game, and it's not that new. It's been out since before Christmas, but. I haven't had a chance to play it until just last week. I've put maybe all of three minutes into that game. I know, but I love myself. It. So I love, I love the those Lego games. games. I love the Lego games. I I'm a big Marvel nerd, so just I mean, just the whole thing is awesome. No, not, I love them too, but I'm just once again it's a whole free time thing. I know trying to find time to do something it doesn't always happen. Well, I try and play with the kids, which is hard. <laughs> yeah. What's but what's worse is I I still agree with you that it's easier to play with Tempe than it is with Ezra. Mm-hmm. Even. Uh, and I'm, you know, you can look at it from when he was four. Mm-hmm. He, she's still less of a pain in the ass than he is. And yeah. even now at nine, it, I mean, he likes to sit there and just do. I mean, if there's a car or a vehicle, he'll get in <laughs> and he'll just drive it around. Like, like, like. <laughs> For those of you who have played the Lego games, every once in a while you get a vehicle or an animal or something you can ride. And if that happens, and you're playing it with Ezra, you're fucked. Ride him off. Ride him the, off. The, you're not going to accomplish anything. You're not going to collect any more of the little studs. He's going to ride it around and be like, woohoo, look at me go. Look, I'm over I, here. I, I could, look at this. I, oh, I went across the bridge. Oh, look, I'm over here again. And he just spins around and spins around. And then you're like, dude, come on, help me out here. <laughs> but I am helping. I'm driving around. It's like, that's that's no help whatsoever. <laughs> if it was helpful, I wouldn't be getting pissed off at you right now. <laughs> Thankfully, the newer games, they do that like weird split, split screen, screen thing, thing, whereas the Batman one would just stretch, stretch. it out really. <laughs> far so you became tiny and you couldn't see what the fuck was going on that was frustrating as hell so technology's come a long way well not just yeah you know and the funniest thing is that i bought that atari flashback 64 thing a couple Uh weeks ago and i think that's gotten more play lately than any of the other video games he's had so much easier well, not even, no, no. In some I'm ways, sorry, it no. Is Anybody who's played some of those old school games, they'll disagree. You, there is no save point. If, if, if for nothing else, there is no save point. You get to like level seven or eight or higher in you know Space Invaders, and then you fuck it up. You aren't. You're not going back to the beginning of level seven. You're not going back to where you last <laughs> saved in level six. You get your draws dropped all the way back <laughs> to level one. It's like fuck you, and you got to keep on <laughs> trying it again. It teaches you not to fuck up, doesn't it? <laughs> it also teaches you that sometimes, no matter what you do, you're fucked. <laughs> but it, it also teaches you how to spike a controller, which worked great back in the days when the controllers were made out of like you know molten steel and oh. and you know old car parts. And <laughs> compared to the ones nowadays, you spike an Xbox controller and it shatters on the floor. You're like, you take oh, the- damn, a hundred bucks down the drain. Exactly. But you take like one of those old Atari or Commodore 64 controllers and you throw it at your friend, you're going to dent their forehead. <laughs> 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 they just don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> Which it was funny watching that movie too, Princess Bride, to see the uh, – Chris and I both were geeking out over the uh, the Commodore 64 that Fred Savage was playing in bed and yeah. the <laughs> crappy eight music, music they were playing for the baseball game. So that was kind of funny looking at some of the old technology. He had the rock and kick-ass like 12-inch color TV in his room. Yeah, and Tippy didn't know what any of it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is that thing he's using? <laughs> well, I think she'd recognize the TV because it's about the same size as the one she has in her room right now. That so. Papa gave her. Yeah. Oh. Favorite is Papa ever. Yep. <laughs> My dad was getting rid of his little tiny... 
tiny little TV and a little tiny DVD player that they used to have in their, their RV, RV mm-hmm. I think. And um, he's like, can I give this to Tempe? I'm like, well, I, I, I guess. She should She'd probably love, you, for love it. you forever. Oh, yeah. And she did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I hooked her up with a DVD set of DuckTales, mm-hmm. season one. And, uh, and, uh, and what a chore that fucking thing was, too. <laughs> Get that damn thing all put together in. I got, and of course, the TV is so old, there's no RCA or inputs off the DVD player, so I had to get one of those RF modulator converter things, yeah. get that hooked up, and it played some movies just fine, but it would not play Frozen. It refused to play Frozen. It would just keep turning, the, the RF modulator would keep turning on and off, on and off, so it would do this god-awful static TV noise, and then go to black screen, then it would turn back on, it would come back, and... It was pissing her off, and so I thought it was a bad DVD player because the DVD player was making some noises too. So I went and bought a new DVD player, hooked it all up. That didn't fix the problem. So then I ended up grabbing a different set of cables. That didn't fix the problem, but made it slightly better. So I'm like, okay, it's just a cabling issue. So I went and grabbed another set of cables. I got a whole shit ton of cables up here in this drawer, and still didn't fix the problem. And I kept doing it and messing with it. And finally, I decided to, you know, I'm like, I've, I've narrowed it down to everything. I've narrowed out everything except for the, the damn RF modulator. So I went and looked up that model number online. Not even a half-star review on, like, Amazon. Mm. Everybody who had reviewed it was like, don't buy this. It's a giant piece of shit. It turns off and on by itself. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> so, so, so I texted you right after you got off work. I'm like, go to Best Buy, get one of these, and bring it home now. And it's been working great ever since. So note to self, be a little more selective on the things that I purchase. But, I'll, you know... It's one of those, you know, perfect examples of when you're trying to be like an awesome parent or an awesome, you know, dad and do like a really cool dad thing. Mm-hmm. And then life comes and just butt fucks the shit out of you for it. It says, nope, we're going to make it so that it kind of works and you get the kids hopes, you know, raises the kids hopes up and then I'm going to smash it onto the ground and then I'm going to raise it up again because then it's going to go to the next scene and it's going to show up again. And I'm going to smash it again by going to snow. And she was getting so frustrated with it to the point where she's almost in tears. And mm-hmm. so I ended up just sticking her in Ezra's room to, you know, forego it till you brought the other part home. But shit like that is just so frustrating. It's like, all I want to do is be a cool dad and give my kid a DVD player in their fucking room. And God, <laughs> I'm just going to, I wanted to spike. I almost spiked the damn thing. Problems. No shit. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, that DVD. My daughter's crying because the DVD player I put in her room won't work. If it wasn't for the fact that I wanted to get my money back on that piece of shit or RF modulator, I would have went out back and office space the shit out of the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But alas, that's all been taken care of. But what should have been a, a twenty-minute process turned into like you know a four-day adventure because between naps, you know, it was during that whole week off and the sickness and the naps and the other stuff. It just didn't quite parlay out the way I wanted it to. So we're also trying to get Trent to stop breastfeeding. Yes, he needs to leave the boobs alone. I'm no longer allowed access to them since he's been, you know, he. He did pulled a number. I guess it's probably only almost been a month now. Uh, I think the exact count is thirty five and a half days, twelve <laughs> hours, six minutes, thirty two seconds. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> he not was that I'm counting. And he laid in bed with us all night. Yeah, and he basically maintained a latch the entire night, mm-hmm. which caused way TMI. So plug your ears if you don't like boobs, but. Um, caused a, a, a tear in in the breast tissue that on hurts. the nipple on, right on the oh it hurts so bad and it has basically not had a chance to heal since like it'll get better and then he'll do something he'll tug mm-hmm. on it wrong and it'll be ripped open again so it hurts real bad and i'm kind of done 
and he doesn't like it's his favorite side too it's his his favorite boob so um i'll yes, give him the other boys side. start young with their favorite boobs <laughs> he'll he'll start on this side and be all like yeah, this is a great snack. Now flip me over to the one that actually has milk in it. I'll be like, no, 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 ouchie boob. No, not going to happen. And he's like, no, 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 no. We're going to make this work. And like, he'll try every which way to do it. In fact, he did succeed today in not the first getting, time. Me, getting me to not knowingly open up my uh, package or whatever you call that. You flop your tit out yeah, and like, give it to him. and Yeah, without knowing it. Like I do it. It's it's habit. it's second nature now because mm-hmm. of the uh, yeah. Well, because I've been e- pregnant and or breastfeeding for the last five years. Yeah. Running. Not that she's counting on that or anything. Yeah. Five years. Five years. Five years. Sorry, I was kind of the two weeks. Over wrong. five years. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Has it been that long? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying. I'm kind of done. Yeah. But we're trying to wean him and potty train him at the same time. Uh, Whoops. <laughs> yeah. It's like taking an old computer from like 1988 and trying to do more than like, you know, word processing <laughs> and play music at the same time. It ain't going to happen. So it's just, and I think I just, speaking of computers, I think I just pissed this one off. Oh, there it goes. Sorry, I was doing a little background process there, and it just ground to a halt. Okay. So, well. oh, what were we supposed to do today? Um, there's today. Yeah, because you you were gonna take. Tra- oh, you we were gonna I'm, do the kids movie tomorrow, <laughs> but you pulled I, an oopsie. Well, and yes. Oh shit! Hold on, my chair went. <laughs> oh, what did you just do? It like. Sl- Slid down to this black hole and it was like sla- making me, you know, suck off my microphone here and it was too close and stay. It, my little chair pad in the carpet thing has moved and so it's created this divot that's one spot that's not been there and it likes to roll into it when it does that. It like shoves me under the table and I get stuck. So. <laughs> There's a black hole under your desk. <laughs> well, you know. But no, what was supposed to happen is your dad called me back on uh, Monday, I think it was, yeah. and and I even called me. He he got all like you know, he, he's learned with me. A text message works a lot better because I just can you know I can't always take a phone call, but I can usually almost always respond to a text. And so he asked if he could take Ezra to the swap meet that happened today. He wanted to take Noah to car swap meet. Yeah, you know, it's a big automotive swap meet out here that happens at the raceway out by Portland. And I'm like, yeah, dude, he'd love it, and that'd be awesome. You know, more power to you, and you know, good old grandpa and grandson time. And he was going to take uh, his cousin with him too, um, but it wasn't set in stone yet because, because of the weather. Because we weren't sure about the weather. I went off the auspice that he'd contact me and let me know as the weather got as the weather more clear, more clear as what was going to happen on was whether or not they were going to do it, and then. I hadn't heard from him, hadn't heard from him. I didn't think yeah, it was a kind of a busy, or it wasn't kind of, it was a busy week at work and didn't think about it. And then yesterday, it was yesterday, yeah, yesterday, uh, Thursday. You know, well, today's Thursday. Saturday. Yeah. I, I'm Thursday. still, I'm still screwy on this whole, we're recording on Saturday nights now. Yeah. So Thursday, you so Thursday, I got, I got a call from a buddy of mine, one in, we've been trying to get his kid and, our, and Ezra together to spend the night for like six months now. I mean, damn near since we moved. And it just hasn't quite worked out. I'm like, yeah, we can do it. This, you know, I can pick him up after work on Friday, bring him over there. You know, yeah, 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 it'd be awesome. So I bring you know, bring Chris, little Chris over, and 
do the whole thing, and then I get a text from your dad that night. So uh, is, I want is Ezra still want to go tomorrow, eight a.m. You know, be a lot of walking and whatnot. And I'm just like, I am a horrible fucking person. <laughs> I double booked my son, and he's got a friend over, and blah blah blah. And he didn't seem. I'm sure he was bummed. I mean, he didn't sound bummed, you know, or upset or anything. But I just felt. <laughs> Still today, I'm like, oh, I feel like a complete and total jackass. Yeah, he posted something about taking Noah out to a nice. Dinner I know they too. went to a, they went had a nice burger together, and it was just one of those times that I really I I remember as a kid how special times like that with my grandparents were, especially since for the first nine years of my life, I wasn't around any of them with my mm-hmm. dad being in the military. So having those, you know, times where you got to go out and do something with grandpa were, were really special. Or even like your dad, you know, it was still yeah. special. And I to be the person who, you know, totally fucked that plan up, it just I feel like a complete and total jackass idiot and so hopefully your dad will find it in his heart to forgive me, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't think he's gonna hold a no, grudge or anything. No. But uh, It was yeah. just a, it was a bummer all the way around and it was my fault that it was a bummer because I didn't and I always bitch at other people for this, but my stupid ass, if it's not my phone calendar, which it syncs to all my machines, then I don't know about it. And I should have known better and I should have stuck it in my phone calendar, but I didn't. So, yeah, that happened. Justin fail. Yes, total Justin fail. But, you know. Parenting it, fail of the week. <laughs> yes, those happen. Not everybody's perfect. Parenting win. Teaching Trent what it feels like to step on a Lego in the middle of the night with a barefoot. <laughs> and we didn't even teach him that. He taught himself that. <laughs> So lately, we've been getting the kids into a lot more Legos because I, as a kid, was a madman with Legos, loved those things. Um, I wanted to be. I did. But I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So it bothered me if they didn't line up correctly and I'd get a little OCD about the whole thing. Oh, you know, I, there, I trust me. I, yeah. there, was, there was times where I spiked Legos. And I had a stepbrother who wanted to be in control of everything. Um, and yeah. And so it was very, and he inevitably well, his, was always the his owner biggest, of the Legos, so he and his wanted biggest, us to play his way. Yeah, well, that and his biggest problem, he's a soulless ginger, so, I mean, there's there's that. He has that going against him, too. So, sorry if we have any soulless ginger listeners, but, you know, we all know you're pale skin. And, and he's, like, beady little he's like super ginger. He's not, like, kind of, sort of. Like, he is, like, he looks, like, fresh off the boat from the old country, yeah, like, it's bright, ginger. bright red hair and the pale freckled skin and the beady little eyes and... Yeah, beady little eyes. Yeah, they have like they always seem to have like the really dark black pupils, like <laughs> and then like the eyes. Are, it's just it like a cat. It's just you're ginger racist. No, you're just, ginger racist. They're just soulless people. I'm sorry. Yep, ginger racist. <laughs> no, I'm always giving a coworker crap about her husband, who is also a ginger. I'm like, so how's the soulless ginger today? She's like, oh, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But she always, she, she half the time, she'll call it before I do. She's like, you wouldn't believe what the ginger did. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always kind of funny when that happens. Ow. Yeah, what's up now? I popped my hip. Don't do that. I'm all broken. Yeah, I know. You got your ear that tried to explode this week. And yeah. Well, it just tried to explode while we were recording. Like, Why? Well, I saw the ear. Yeah, I saw the funny look on your face. and Not the I, normal funny look that I gave you, so... <laughs> Well, I just I moved the headphones off just off that ear, so. Oh, so it's not like blaring in there, hurting yeah. your drum. Like yeah. it was just reverbing in a weird. I don't think that's even the right word, but it hurt. Yeah, the frequencies were making it go. Wah, 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 wah. It was like that. Yeah. That's a much better description. Thank exactly. you. Yeah, if you ever took a when somebody had like a really high powered bass 
system in their car and it was in an enclosed space and like you're listening to the outside it just sounds clean and crisp and cool then you put your head in the back where the speakers are and the baseline hits and you almost pass out because something similar happened to her yeah. her eye kind of crossed a little bit she twitched and i thought <laughs> she was gonna fall over but she recovered so it's yeah. all good it's been it's what's been happening to me at work all week so i'm pretty, pretty used to it. that's always awesome yeah, yeah. So, ouch. Hopefully this surgery will fix it if we go forward with it. So, well, I don't think your body's given us much of a choice at this point. I mean, you've kind of—I think we've been told that we have to do it. It's just a matter of timing because when they want to do the surgery, I'm out of town. Yeah, it's timing, and it's you know, like he basically he said, you can stay on antibiotics and steroids for the rest of your life if that's what you want to do. Yeah, it's like no, not not really. The steroids are just, they do wacky things. Like, I wore my rings today because I, I, I was out and about. And then you started hulking out and your f- fingers got all big and you couldn't yeah. get it off. Like, I couldn't get my rings off because my fingers swelled to, like, sausage, like, pregnant sausage pr- proportions. So, um, I had to, like, soak my hands in ice water so that the swelling would go down. It just does weird things to mm-hmm. you. It makes me, like, super angry and then, like, super weepy and then, like... um like really said, Hulk, hungry. Hulk. Yeah. You're kinda... <laughs> it does, you know, and I, it helps. I, I forget about it quite a bit, but it helps. With, I, I've noticed some of the mood swings over the course of the last month or so. And at first I was just like, Jesus, she's being a fucking, oh wait, no, it's the meds. <laughs> yeah. and, but she's like, all of a sudden she's like, holy oh, much Jody smash. And she's stomping around the house, you know, like <laughs> just all sorts of, like the day that, once again, I we go back to that little mini fight we had a little bit ago. I pulled the vacuum cleaner out of the closet, and my original intention was simply to pull it out of the closet and bring it into the kitchen with me so I could vacuum up some he stuff. He keeps back to the damn vacuum, well, but just, I actually have a valid point. No, 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 no. Your, your normal point would be valid, but what I'm saying is my original intention with the vacuum that day was I was going I was going into vacuum in between the stove because there was some nasty shit back there, mm-hmm. which wasn't going to involve or affect you in any way, shape, or form. I was simply going to pull the vacuum, and you're just like, I'm not fucking ready to vacuum yet. And I'm like, <laughs> so I did, and it hit me the wrong way. So I'm like, I'll fucking vacuum if I fucking want to. And I'm like, no, you fucking won't. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> How did I fucking slit your throat, you motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> But no, now that now that I think about the you know whole steroid medicine thing, it helps yeah. to explain some of that quite a bit. It also makes me really like really warm, mm-hmm. and then I get so warm that I sweat just enough to make me really cold. Mm-hmm. Like just, I mean, I I guess I'm just feeling what the change is going to be like in another twenty years because yeah. I'm just whoosh. When Aunt Flo decides to finally give up and stop visiting you, oh, uh, any day now would be great. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yep. As we discussed earlier today, we are done having babies as much as looking at pictures of babies makes me all nostalgic makes your for ovaries babies. hurt. <laughs> Not really. It's just like everybody I know is having little tiny babies and like Now, I got a question for you on that. So you've got a, how many people do you know that are currently having babies? Like four. And they are all freshly aware or very aware that they're pregnant, right? Yes. Okay. I I don't understand how anyone could not be aware that they are pregnant. How does that I, I saw a news story this week where the lady didn't know she was pregnant until literally she was at the top of her stairs and her water exploded like you know yeah and she had a nine pound baby yeah nine pounds nine that's how big tempe was mm-hmm. i remember i was there there's no way in god's green earth you would have not known i was pregnant 
Anyone. God. And I'm a woman of larger carriage. The only way I can relate that would be like to have like a nine pound turd stuck inside (laughs) me. There's no way in hell. I mean, they're just like, oh, good. (laughs) There'd be no way not. (laughs) She thought she had the stomach flu. I'm like, for the last nine months? (laughs) Yeah, no shit. I mean, how dense do you have to be to not. How long do you have to be feeling like that before you're like, hey, Doc, something's wrong? The one thing I will give to her credit, it was that she still. Well, according to her, she, she was, still had normal cycle. She said she had a normal cycle. Now, that's fine. But let's let's, let's flash back to this um, our conversation from a previous episode: the lack of sex education. If you study these things and you look into it, just because you're pregnant doesn't mean that your period stops. It, it, it's 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 out there. The information yeah. is there. It's just you know, it's just like just because you don't have a normal cycle doesn't mean that you're pregnant. The body is a twisted thing especially when it's a female's body because it's like a female's in general they're just twisted individuals that like to fuck with you <laughs> speaking of uh speaking of uh justin's sexist moment the, there yeah. speaking of the um the nat- the human body and how miraculous it can be her one and only concern was that the baby wouldn't be healthy because she didn't take prenatal vitamins yes that was their bi- that was their biggest concern well, and and i you know i honestly can't i can't really chalk it up to if that was just shitty reporting and the dumb soundbite from the reporter or what it was but literally the last thing the reporter says was they're just happy because their biggest concern was that you know they're just happy, happy that, basically it said they're happy that the baby is healthy because their biggest concern was she hadn't been taking her prenatal vitamins and at that point it goes my brain zerks a little bit because then they flash back to these people that are like the creationists and whatnot that there is evidence that things have been around for a lot long, longer than the Bible okay, even or any if, of these other even things Even if it's only to. as long as the Bible's been well, around, still, they didn't have Mary one taking no prenatal vitamins with baby Jesus. Well, exactly. I mean, but so it's just like the, the nature has been doing this for a very long time. And as long as you're not like, you know, snorting rails of Coke off of a hooker's ass on a regular basis while you're pregnant, I think you're going to come out of this fairly okay. I mean, if you look at it, granted, those things like fetal alcohol syndrome oh, and stuff yeah. that happened, but I've seen, I, I've no, known of some really fucked up women that have done some really fucked up shit while they were pregnant and their kid came out just fine. Just fine. So biologically, there are checks and balances to try to help, you know, alleviate those kinds of problems. So, it reminds me of a picture I once saw in a newspaper of a woman. It was a news story about a loud construction site right next to a home. Yeah. And noise pollution. Uh-oh. And it was a picture of a pregnant lady, mm-hmm. probably eight or nine months pregnant. One of those really skinny women that looks like they have a beach ball tucked yeah. firmly under their blouse. Um, and the quote underneath the picture said... I'm just concerned about what all this is doing to my baby. While she's got a cigarette in her hand. Had a cigarette yeah. in her hand. Yeah. I'm like... I've seen that before. Oh, MFG. The bad thing is, I'm pretty sure that was from Gresham, too. I, I mean, don't know. I don't remember. I know it was local-ish. Mm-hmm. But I'm like... I just... I did the, the double, triple take. Like, the what? What? The what? 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 The Sheila Brofosky. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, but, you know, it, it happens. These people, I don't... Oh, and there's a show, whole show about it, too. There's a whole show I called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant. But most of them have a better case for it. It was either their first baby, and it was a very small baby, or... But um, it still goes back to that anybody who's read even a little bit about biological processes, it would trigger these things. Much like my best friend that I've known since the eighth grade. I knew she was knocked up even before she told me simply by the slight change in her eating habit. Yeah. 
she like one of the biggest triggers for me was she did not like ketchup. She was not a fan of ketchup. Never had really, you know. She'd order a hamburger. There was no ketchup on it. Ketchup just stayed far, far away. Not even French fries. There was no ketchup. Yeah. It wasn't allowed. It just didn't happen. I'd go over to her house one day to go out with her and her soon-to-be husband for uh, Cinco de Mayo, and she sits down with this platter of scrambled eggs. I'm, I swear, it must have like a dozen eggs that her, <laughs> her mom has scrambled up for, and then she takes this Costco-sized bottle of ketchup <laughs> and just proceeds to just drown these fu- I mean to the point and I, I'm not I'm, I don't mind ketchup I've never been a big ketchup on an eggs fan but I don't get grossed out easily but there was an, I mean literally you could have like floated Noah's Ark in this amount of ketchup that's on this plate and then she just starts to inhale it and all her mom has to say is it's so nice to finally see you eating honey <laughs> and I'm just because she was young she was uh, like we were 17 or 18 at the yeah. time yeah but it was just one of those things that I'm just sitting there and I look at her mom and I look over at my friend and I'm like Really, you've she's been your daughter for at least the last seventeen or eighteen years, you know. So, um, and you know how her eating habits. Uh, <laughs> McFly, anybody home? Hello. I mean, it was I, and so finally, as soon as we left the house, we were heading over to get her. Um, I said at the time it was her boyfriend, but you know, when we were heading out there, it was just her and I in the car. I'm like, so how how long have you known? And she and, and it's funny to watch a Hispanic go pale. <laughs> Because literally all the color just drained from her face. And she's like, how'd you know? I'm like, did you not just see the amount of slop and slap in your face back there? I'm like, you normally... Ketchup-covered goo. You normally order the kids' meal at McDonald's and then eat maybe a quarter of the hamburger and three french fries and take a sip of the Coke and go, I'm full. You know, I'm like, you just, like, you know, you just killed, like, all the eggs of Portland. <laughs> <laughs> and murdered it with ketchup. And, and so she she's like and she's like do you think my mom knows I'm like no luckily for you, you your mom is oblivious <laughs> as fuck because she has no fucking clue <laughs> so but it's eh, I it just it doesn't if you've people are stupid and it really it, it's really infuriating because there's and I don't know if it's just because you know maybe it's just me I've always had a natural curiosity so if I don't understand something I go read about it I go f- try to figure it out I want to go if I don't know why this works the way it does I want to know why so I try to figure it out I'm not always successful sometimes I'm like fuck that that was a smart motherfucker that figured that out so never mind they they took care of it I'm good but other times I'm like no I'm going to I'm going to do this and anybody who's read about these kinds of things there's all this this shit happens and how busy or blind or whatnot do you have to be what did you just are you on google image search again no i was gonna say don't do that during the podcast it can be it can be a rabbit hole you definitely don't want to fall down no i am there's a strange coincidence um the my best friend that i'm not gonna say her name on the air because we already edited that out once oh yes 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 yes. um the hillsborough one mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, okay her husband made the exact same thing we had for dinner for dinner Nice. I'm not even joking. Oh, the stuffed peppers? Yeah. Nice. Exactly. And put a picture of it. And it looks exactly like what you made. The only difference is that he baked the peppers. Yeah. That was the I, only difference. I, I did ours fresh because Joy um, doesn't like her pepper soggy. I don't. No soggy peppers. Not even like slightly. She They have to be crisp and snap when she bites into them. They can't be like light, even slightly mushy. No mushy bananas for you. Yeah. And for those of you that work with me and heard that, you'll understand who I'm talking about as soon as you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that was really, really interesting. Yeah, great minds think alike, I guess. Apparently, or in my case, I have a can of this and a little bit of that, and some leftover rice and some meat in the freezer. What can I make this taste like? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna slap it all together and see what happens. 
It worked really well. I did. And we have lots of leftovers, so we have plenty for tomorrow's lunch. I don't have to cook tomorrow. At least not Yahoo! for lunch. So, But you're on dinner detail tomorrow night. Well, it's leftover. Mm, that's for lunch. Oh, shit. You're on dinner detail tomorrow night. All right, fine. So, yeah, I, back to the... I, I just... I don't get it. I don't get how somebody can be pregnant and not under... I mean... I don't. I don't know that anybody could ever actually explain that to me and actually make me understand as to how that can happen. It just I. And you know, it's. I'm, I'm sure Jody absolutely loves me. I, I get infuriated about similar things when I watch that. What is that? Renovation realities. Yeah. I had this love hate relationship with that show because I love to watch these fucking retards on TV that are trying to renovate their basement. Oh, we're just gonna. We've got this entire kitchen gut and remodel. We're gonna do. We're gonna knock down that wall over there. And we're gonna do this. We're giving ourselves three days and a grand to do it. So we should, should be no problem. And you're just like. That's a structural wall. It's a load-bearing wall. You're going to have to do a header. And there's a, oh, my God, there's going to be beams and shit. And ah. <laughs> it just drives me up the fucking wall. So I start yelling at the TV. And I always get the stink eye from you. Just like, oh, God, he's, he's going he off again. He watches the show because it's stupid people doing stupid things. And then he gets mad when they're stupid. What? It's like watching. It's like watching Survivor and getting mad when they scheme at each other. Like it just. It, it, I don't part get, of the show. Uh, yeah, I can't. Don't I know you hate Survivor, but that's I was just using it as an example. I know, but you know what? I don't like all the stupid shows you watch either. But I don't I, bitch when you turn them on. I don't bitch either. Yes, you did. I uh, turned on Survivor I'm last night to my watch breath. while you guys were eating. And you said, I hate this fucking show or something like the words I hate and never watch it and blah, blah, blah all came out. Because I was having a conversation with little Chris when he was trying to explain to me all these things that were going on and the ins and outs of the show. And finally, I just had to look at him and go, no, dude, you don't understand. And it wasn't it it wasn't a commentary about you watching the show. It was me explaining to him. I hate this fucking (laughs) show. I don't watch it. It drives me bananas. She loves it. So it's on. I'm ignoring it. So, so I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to not have a conversation with you about this, but I don't. It just it has zero appeal what got to me, me whatsoever. Is, he's like, so is this before or after so and so got voted yeah. off and this and that and the other thing? I'm like, I'm like, dude, I, I haven't watched it. Why would well, I be watching it? You idiot! Even though he's the size of a small oak tree, I know he is only 12 kid. years old, so he still doesn't quite Which get the nuances. Which is why I didn't say anything, and I was I very nice. I haven't actually watched any of them, so I don't know what you're talking about. And he. And he shut up. Well, did you see the sheepish look he got in his no, face too? He, I didn't. I he, was mad. No, he 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 just like oh, uh, like he just popped your favorite balloon. Like, uh, yeah, I think he kind of said sorry under his breath. I turned around, and went back to eating. Well, at least he caught the hit yeah, eventually. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. No, you don't understand. You're giving away all the things. <sighs> Give away all the things. <laughs> sorry, the flashback to an internet cartoon there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just I don't like. No, that's a, that's a, yeah, I don't like that show. Not at all. Not I even know. a little bit. I do. And yes, I do watch some pretty stupid stuff too. I know you you, you put up my South Park obsession and all that. Family Guy. Family and Guy. And, but I I, try. I do like the ridiculousness show, especially when the kids are around because it's pretty inane. I mean, it's not, not well, it, really raunchy. And you know, there's times where I'm, <laughs> I'm watching that show and then I flash back to Idiocracy. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh god, this is that nut shot the the show where the guys are sitting there, <laughs> and all these people are just taking it to the balls, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, you know what? It's, it's I'm sorry, it's funny it's to watch hilarious. these people. Do, it's just 
some of these people, you look at them and go, what were you thinking? And then it's, they survive. It's like, Jesus, really? I thought the horror was to clean the gene pool. (laughs) No, don't take them to the hospital. Just let them sit there and bleed out. It would do us all a favor. (laughs) I mean, I, yeah, so it bugs me. Uh, so Ezra. Segway, nice. Yeah. (laughs) He, we need to work on that. <laughs> no, it was a horrible segue. It just kind of jumped ship there. But it, it kind of flashed into my mind as I was looking at my show notes that he, I am so done with the, what? What? Or the, no problem. Well, it's not even that. Anybody who has seen the movie, look who's talking. Uh, what was her name? Kirsty, 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 right? Yes. The girl who was used to be hot in the eighties, then ballooned up in the nineties. Then, no, no, no. I'm sorry, but like, the, the, I don't. She needs to put the fork down. I, there's, there's nothing wrong with. I don't know. Anyways, I'm just gonna get all. Sex, I'm gonna sound all stupid there if I keep going. So yes, I'm just gonna shut up yes, now. you are. Anyways, but yes. Because so, guess what? I'm a, I'm a larger. And you're beautiful. Larger female. And you're beautiful. Right, but. There are a, are a lot of people that would tell me that I just need to put the fork down. So you just yeah. kind of watch what you're saying. I, I, I realize there's a limit. I mean, I realize yeah. that. But she, so did she. She has lost weight since she was so yeah, Oh, yeah, too. yeah. So. I was doing it more for the comedic effect. And then you gave me yes. this stink eye, so I stopped. Yes. Thank but you. But anyways, so the lady who formerly was felt. I'll put, she, she, I mean, she was hot in the yeah. day. Well, and... <laughs> The funny thing is, I remember my dad watched Cheers. I always used to have like the biggest, you know, little boy crush for her. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and you watch that show now. It's like Jesus, the eighties hairdo. Oh God, the, the shoulder 80s pads, hairdo, and the jeans that went up to her nipples, and the shoulder pads. I know. I, wow, it was a that was a harsh decade. Yeah. But I digress. So anybody who's seen, I gotta put. I stopped playing with shit while I'm on the podcast and making noise. I do um, too. Yes. Anybody who's seen Luke who's talking, there's that scene. Or there's, the, you know, what Travolta's dad is, was, was played by Abe Vigoda, wasn't it? I think. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, sorry, little nerd moment there. I think no, it was his grandpa, not his dad. Grandpa, whoever it was. Yeah. I mean, it was somebody he cared for deeply. They have him in an old folks' home. And he's like, you know, talking to the orderly there, like, hey, look, you know, don't let him have all of this, but as a treat, give him a little bit of this candy bar whenever he does good or you want him to do something, he'll do it for you. Just give him a tiny bit. And the guy's like, no problem, no problem. And so then all of a sudden, flashback to like 20 minutes, 30 minutes later in the movie, and the guy's like freaked out and gone all, you know, survivor style on these people and, and is cussing at the orderlies and whatnot. And so they're talking about how they're going to kick him out. And she goes in there to take care of it and try to smooth things over just to find out that he had gotten a hold of an entire, like the entire stash of candy they left there for him. And he went into this diabetic freak out or something mm-hmm. like that. And she's like, well, no, no, see, we told the orderly about this. And he said, no problem. And he's like, oh, that's the guy who, uh, you know, he doesn't speak English. The only thing he can say in English <laughs> is no problem. And it's like, oh, okay. So he just didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> and that was a really like, you know, scenic way of saying Ezra is just like that fucking guy. It's like you, you he doesn't, it's like he doesn't understand. You call him on something. And he's just like, what? Yeah, he did it tonight when he was supposed to be washing the dining room table that he's supposed to wash every night, mm-hmm. but waits until the weekend when we are there to force him to do it. Waits until I have to go out and get a chisel and, you know, the buffer out of my freaking garage to try to get all the goo off the top of the damn thing. Yeah. And then, so he sprayed, first off, he uses glass cleaner on the wood table, which not really a huge deal, but I've asked him not to do it because it's a pretty new table and mm-hmm. 
I would rather keep the wood not looking like crap. Mm-hmm. This and is why we can't have nice things. Is kind of my point. Yeah, um, that one's kind of my fault though, because I use that same cleaner on too. Because, but we see, have wood no, cleaner. We do, but when it comes down to when I'm trying to get a layer of Trent off the top the, of the table, that stuff works great. No, yes, it does. It, totally basically, does. last time I used the stuff. Well, when I use it, it works just fine. That's. I'm just saying. The last time I used it, all it did was made that layer extremely slick. So, like, if you put a cup there, it would shoot across the table. <laughs> so, I use the I use the spray away stuff first to cut through the grime and get it all cleared off, and then I went back over it with the polish and stuff. And that later. would be fine, except that's not what he did. No, I know. And he didn't. He he sprayed it all over the table, and then he wiped up about eighty five percent of it and left the rest there, and then told me. Much like he wipes his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and I went and I see. Which is another time I called him. What? <laughs> I could see from the di- from the living room the where he sprayed and didn't wipe it off. And I'm like, honey, you need to redo that. And I try to be nice. I'm I tend to be more on the chillax, low key kind of side of things. Except, except lately, on steroids. Um, but so I'm like, honey, you need to redo that. And just just that exact tone, honey, you need to redo that. And he's like, what? I only did it. And I'm like, no, honey, there's missing pieces. You didn't get all the... He's like, you're being picky. I don't know what you're talking about. I did that part. I'm like, you can see it. Like, like this is it's not me being foamy. picky. This is, this is you can physically see on the table. And for those of you who haven't used the spray away cleaner, it's like the foaming bubbles. You yeah. spray it on and, and it, it foams. literally foams up. So if you haven't wiped a spot, it's, it's like somebody who's shaved their face but skip one side and they're still shaving him just chilling there you, you can't miss it even if the stubble or the fur wasn't there there's still this white splotchy stuff just waiting right there so you know that it didn't actually happen and you're like right there dude it's like, no i wiped there yeah well He'll if you, it. If you did then you use the uh, back to the future hoverboard style of wiping or six inches across the top of the table because you weren't even making contact at that point yeah so, so he he eventually caved into the fact that I wasn't gonna back down, but I had to I had to pull out the mom voice, the you know the gruffness that I hate to do. Like I would rather just say, "Hey, you missed a spot," and him go, "Oh, thanks for telling me." Wipe, 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 done, all good. But he just can't do it. He just cannot admit fault. He has to question why you'd even begin. First off, he does the what? Like he mm-hmm. doesn't know what you're talking about. And even he just said what? Mm-hmm. That'd be fine. Yeah. But what? <laughs> and he doesn't this very dramatic like oh, what? I, I'm trying. To, there's a cartoon character that it reminds me of from the good old days of cartoons, like the Yogi Bear slash Tom and Jerry days. But I'm not putting my finger on it. But it's just like it, it, it almost is. Remi- I think I know what Top Cat might be. That could very well be it. But also, it also the attitude or the the. The response, the responses past that, they remind me of that damn vulture. I'm bringing <laughs> home a baby. The, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. That one. Because it's just like, you, you tell somebody, oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I went there. Oh, like, no, the, no, you didn't. And then <laughs> you're just like, oh, God, how could you, you're not stupid. I know you're not stupid. So stop this. Well, and he used to think I was such a hard ass about what I expected him to do mm-hmm. until I br- brought him an article. <laughs> I, I do my due diligence as a parent, especially with him because he's the oldest. And so I feel like a lot of the things we do with him are the he's getting it for the first time. So I want to make sure that I'm not just pulling shit out of my ass. That sounds bad. That I'm not just, you know, pulling random facts from the thin air. But I read an article about what at a certain age 
scientifically proven, you know, kind of scientific basis for what you can reasonably expect kids of a certain age to do. <laughs> and that he's not fulfilling his. It, well, and, that, and that what I'm asking him to do is totally normal. By his age, kids can put away their own laundry, fold the laundry, do a load of laundry, and then, you know, do a load of dishes, wipe yeah. down tables, clean, keep, be expected to keep their room clean, mm-hmm. vacuum. These are all things that kids should and can be expected to do. Yeah. And I'm not being an evil slave driving wench by making him do it he doesn't necessarily agree no well and you (coughs) it's funny because i you would think and maybe we're gonna have to switch a few things up around here about how we're going to handle this because at his mom's house once again this comes to the segregation of rules Mm -hmm. her rule on certain things is is each kid she's got four kids Mm -hmm. and each one of them has a small subsect of chores that are only, at least the last time I, I heard about it, this is how it was working out. Each kid had like one or two chores they were responsible for on a daily basis, nothing mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. And if all of them just did it, it would help out, that kind of thing, so on and so forth. However, for video game time, any of that, for however much video game time they wanted, they'd have to do double in reading or double in homework or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't require that. Mm-mm. If he wants to watch a TV show and he asks me and I want to let him do it, I will. Or and if he wants to do this, because one of the reasons why is this kid reads books and he goes through books faster than most people change their underwear yeah i mean literally i've watched i've handed him a book in the morning and he's had it devoured by that evening oh yeah so i have no qualms with the fact that he's actually able to do these things he's comprehending of it my thing is your chores have to be done yeah and because i'm not requiring the extra effort of reading a book or doing this or doing that you have to do a few more chores yeah and especially at our place because he is the oldest he is the one that's capable of doing these things when he was younger, like tempered his age, would never required him to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. he'd help out with like clearing the dinner yeah. table and putting stuff in the fridge, and that was it. Which is what Tempe does now. Yeah. So, but he he acts like doing these chores is this god awful thing. It's like, well, okay, maybe I should switch it up to you want to do half hour video games, give me an hour and a half of you know this, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but it's just it's like I'm not. I don't ask for much. You get home, I want you to do your homework first. Period. Well, I've statement. caught him twice this week mm-hmm. doing TV before Which, chores. Which, what I'm going to end up doing, and I, if he keeps it up, I've got a couple of them sitting up in the, um, they're around here somewhere. I have, from one of our last upgrades at our data center, I have these remote power switches. And basically, they're a power strip with an Ethernet cable. You plug into them, they give a little web page, and I can turn on and off individual outlets remotely. Nice. If he keeps it up, I'm going to take one of those fuckers and I'm going to mount it behind the back of the TV where he's not going to see it there. And then I'm just going to be able to log in from work and I'm going to pop the power off. And I want to see how long it takes him to call me. The TV's not working. And then I can look at the time and go, hey, your homework done? Because it's only been like three and a half minutes since you should have walked in the door from getting off the bus. So how much homework did you have to do? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to do that. I want... I want to be able to trust the fact that if I say I want you to do this, you're going to do this. And all kids are going to take advantage of it when there's no supervision. Well, that's what I told him on but, Thursday. I'm like, I would did the same thing. My mom said I had to have this, this, and this done by the time she got home. I waited until half an hour before she got home, and I did it. Well, that's the thing. I, I wouldn't care, really. If I could say these core things have to get done before we get home, no excuses, and they were done, honestly, I wouldn't care what order it happened in. But he's horrible at time management. Yeah. One of the many traits he got from his mom, <laughs> you tell him to you want something done by four, 
if he clocks it in by six thirty, you're lucky. Mm-hmm. And it's just the way you know. And I'm I'm trying but to what absolve I think him is of that. But is you know when he's got caught before you even walk in the house because this is what happens. You you push the button on on the garage door opener, and all of a sudden this panicked Ezra pops out of the garage. He pops out of the garage. Oh. What are you doing home so early? It's nice early. to see you. Yeah, he starts to play it off. It's really oh, and he tries to play excited. Yeah, oh, you're early. That's awesome. Hi, and he comes out and is all helpful with the car. It's like, all Do right, you need me to carry anything in for you? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're, you're you're kissing up and you're you're kissing a lot of ass there. Yes, the monitor's out. Okay, and it's on. And so it's just like yeah, and he's done that to me too. And the, it really, I almost lost it on him when the first time we did it but i was so it was so it's such a crazy mess that i walk into every time i get home because the kid, younger uh-huh. two are normally you know quote unquote starving by that point and i'm not getting <laughs> dinner done nearly fast enough for them and they're yelling nothing, and bitching and squawking and one of them inevitably will always trip over something and fall down and hit the ground and go and the whole you know just freak out and so the first couple of times it happened, it was like, oh, dude, he's great. he's happy to see me. He's greeting me at the door. He's helped me bring stuff in. He's finally matured. And we've, we've, we've gotten to a certain point. Then I and, w- and I'm exactly the opposite. I'm like, what's going on? And then like, you know, the second or the third day it happened, I walked in the house and I'm like, motherfucker. He's, damn it. I haven't made as much progress. As- You've been played. <laughs> yeah. It's where you get, it's like, kind of like when you're playing a video game and you get through a complete level. It's like playing one of those Lego video games. Mm-hmm. You kick ass, you, you like went into every nook and cranny of this level. You got every stud there was to get. You got everything. And it's tallying everything up at the end. And there's that one piece left. And you're just like, <laughs> I, but, <laughs> no. Where? <laughs> where the fuck could it be? It's the same thing with him. It's like, no, I, he, but he was getting, older and more mature <laughs> and he was showing how and i no don't backslide no, stop Just keep going forward go stop this and well i found a new app that's for allowing i must have i must have too many <laughs> i drank i'm sorry but um, you're not even I'd say you're probably not even halfway through that are you no i'm done oh oh yeah, I I just finished it I was gonna say, you just shotgun the shit out of it okay <laughs> Um, Jody's on strawberries again this week, so yeah, but only one because we're yeah. out. I will get you more tomorrow. Anyway, um, <laughs> thanks, Daddy. No, uh, <laughs> um, it's more like you're loving and caring husband know. who knows what you like and likes to make sure there's plenty of it in the house, especially since you're in a steroidal <laughs> mind rage right now, and I don't want to have something thrown at me. Love you, honey. It's not that bad. <laughs> It's not that have bad. You, Don't give me that. Have you been on the receiving end of it yet? <laughs> Don't give me that. Let me start taking some of those pills. We'll see how much you like it. <laughs> um, I was going somewhere. App. Allowance. It's an allowance management app. Mm-hmm. You can put in a starting balance and you can put in a weekly input or a by event input and you can keep track of it better. And I think we'll start using it. We'll start using Well, it. something else I want to start doing, and I, I literally want to do this, and they finally are reasonably priced now. These cameras you can get, and you can mount them up in your house, and they're all they're all connected via Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then you have an app on your smartphone. Uh-huh. You just pull up the smartphone. You go, boom! I want to look at this living room and see what he's doing. And I'm not going to tell him that I'm installing these things. And I'm Hell no! Hide the fuckers. And then I'm going to pull it up randomly and just go, hmm. Get on the phone. So Ezra, you, your no, your fingers buried pretty deep in your nose right now. Are you digging <laughs> for gold up there? What's going on? You just have to be like, how'd you know? Uh, but I mean. I love the fact that technology has gotten to the point now where I can do something like that, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, just, 
I don't ask I'd for much. I'd rather not have to. I don't ask for very much. I ask But for... then I remember me at that age and how much shit I got into. We lived in the middle of nowhere. My mom was working all the time, didn't get home till very late. We were on our own from after school and I, we got into some serious and we see and I and I didn't quite have that. Mine was a little bit my mom my dad was when my dad was in the military, my mom stayed at home. Yeah. So I was always I mean, I was still always out and about and doing things, but she knew about most of it. I mean, there's always those things that you just you know, you don't you say, I survived that, mom doesn't need to know that I survived <laughs> that because I, I the ass whooping that I'll catch when I get home, if she finds out about it, would be way worse than if I'd actually just gone through that actual event. So <laughs> we're just gonna call this a win and move the fuck on. <laughs> those things happen yeah it happens quite you know it, it happens to everybody so it's but i so yeah i didn't have that then once we got out of the military there was a little bit of that but i was also responsible for watching my sister and we were in this one apartment complex and my sister loved her to death she was also kind of like you know the the fucking kgb too because if i did something that even slightly out of whack she was like she'd slip the information to mom and dad and the, you know you know on the down low and then i'd be like How'd they find out about that? Then she's in the background just kind of snickering. It's like, oh, I see how it is. In fact, my my friend who was pregnant didn't, or her mom didn't know it, we dated off and on in high school. And there was one time she came over to our house and we were going to watch a movie or something like that. And all of a sudden, my sister comes bumbling down the stairs and, hi. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, well. And, and she'd overheard somebody talking, or her um, Liliana's mom talking about how she didn't trust any of Liliana's boyfriends. Um, and so she's just like, yeah, you know, her mom says she doesn't trust you. So I'm down here to make sure nothing happens. And I'm just like, well, I'm not even talking about that sort but, of thing. But I'm, just, no, I'm talking about when I was Ezra's age. No, no, I get it. But I'm just saying it was, you know, it, so I, I couldn't in certain respects get away with some of that stuff because she would, if she had dirt on me, I was like, yeah, but it was best when, when I was able to turn that on her a little bit later and I let her watch, um, God, with Ryan Felipe and the Reese Witherspoon movie. Cruel Intentions. That one. I let her watch that one before she was... Cried so hard. Oh, she, dude, she did. Oh, it was like her for... Oh, man. I felt like such a jackass at BMF <laughs> when it happened, too. But it's but dirty, so, too. Like well, it's, it is, yeah. It's got some dirty bits. Yeah, yeah. So, but she, and she was maybe... At least dirty for a teenage girl. Yeah, well, a, a very early, you know, just barely a teenage yeah. girl. But... um. Let her watch that, and then at the end, you know, she's sitting there, she's freaking out, and he, of course he gets hit by the car, and it's like, oh. Spoiler alert. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> on, a, on a decades old yeah, movie. movie. It came out in 1999. <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, fuck you. But, so she like, just breaks down, why do the cute ones always have to die? And then just loses her shit and goes into this hormonal teenage just snot fest. I'm like, oh, God. So I finally get her all kind of... You know, I get her calmed down and everything's good and we're cool like that. And I'm like, you know, you can't tell mom and dad about this because it's your ass too. You, <laughs> you knew just as well as I did. You shouldn't be watching this, but I, I let you do it. And, uh, and so then mom's, she's kind of mopey the rest of the night and all emotional. And my mom's finally like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Joey? She's like, the cute ones always die. And mom's like, what are you talking about? And I'm just, I face Paul. I'm like, oh, damn it. I'm like, we watch Cruel Intentions. There's a cute guy that she had a crush on in the movie. He dies at the end nobly because he saved the love of his life, and it was very emotional for her. And it just, you know, she's hormonal and teenage, and she had just started her period like in the last. Six, it was like literally had her first period like the last six months. Yeah. So this whole like roller coaster of shit. And her mom's like, "Oh, honey, I understand." And she she whatnot, and I just pull, kind of pulled Joy aside later. I'm like, 
I sanitize the movie as best as possible. <laughs> I would leave it at that and just call this one a win. <laughs> I gave her the broadest yeah. strokes of this movie yeah. as possible. Nothing about, you know, the... The, the, the sex scene the, or the, the lesbianism or the cocaine. You know, doing fingernails full of cocaine <laughs> in the bathroom. And just the god-awful manipulation and, and backstabbing and whatnot. So, but... And it wasn't until it was one of, one of those you know it wasn't until much much later mom figured out what the rest of the movie was about and she's like oh my god you better watch this I'm like well no I was kind of already on and she just came downstairs and <laughs> <laughs> you left me home alone with her it's your fault <laughs> <laughs> we just we just got into like it, there was not a private thought in that house because mm-hmm. we got into everything like mm-hmm. Christmas presents uh, dirty magazines. Whatever, like yeah. the the house was our our kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't want us to know about that thing. We know about it. <laughs> then you better have buried it outside in a box somewhere. <laughs> you don't want us to eat all of the candy. You shouldn't have it in the house. <laughs> we were awful, awful kids. Like really. Yeah. You see, and there's, I, I we we had stuff like that in the house too. Like not 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 the dirty magazine yeah. and whatnot, but like the the uh, the candy and all that. Yeah. But I always knew my limit because it, most of the stuff that was in the oh, house. Oh, I did too. Well, no, but most there's always stuff in the house because you know, outside of like the kid centric stuff like Teddy Grahams and mm-hmm. things of that nature that were all you know the rage when we were younger. Dad has a sweet tooth. No, really. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't if if it was if, Dad's, you didn't. Touch well, not it. even that. If, if Dad knew that there was some of it there. And you were the one that took the last bit of it, <laughs> and he was really looking forward to that. Like when he was getting home from work, oh, had a rough day. Oh, like I know, like incident. the spaghetti. Yes, yes, I we'll know. We'll have to go into that sometime. Oh my god! Oh, you caught it was. It was oh my god! It was I, the end of the world. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna be melted. I thought vision was gonna melt me, and I felt so well, bad. And his, def- and maybe we can't wait for another. No, show. we can't. Okay. We have to sell the story. Okay, so, we were living with with his parents. Yes, we, at the time we were living with my parents in their basement um, while and, we were getting I, I, getting back on my feet after the divorce and whatnot. And, and my, was, my, I was pregnant. You were pregnant, and it was time for your dad's colonoscopy. Yes, he had a colonoscopy. And, and let me let me say a little bit of the backstory here. The Pacific Northwest does like it's doing, or actually, it's happening across the whole U.S. But the whole U.S. is kind of ha- is seeing what happens in Oregon quite a bit. You, there are no defined seasons here. You no. could be in dead middle of August, and if it wants to snow on you over here, it'll fucking do it. Just, just fuck you, <laughs> just because it can. And it was, I think it was literally it was February or March. No, it was more like April or May. I mean, it was way late yeah. in the spring. And Dad had his colonoscopy scheduled, and they had to go do the whole scope and you know, rotor, you know, up the rear end and do the whole thing. And he had had. And it was at the VA, up at the on, VA if up, you're familiar with Portland, on Pill Hill, all yeah. the way up at the top of Windy Road, USA. Yeah, and so they get up there, and they go through the whole procedure. He has to, he gets the scope. You know, Then, they, of course, they have to wait to make sure everything's good before they let him release him. Well, during the whole time this is happening, it's, we have this freak snowstorm. It drops like six, six inches, or not, like three it, inches. It was like, dropped like three inches at Enough that. to make a pain out of the commute. Enough to freak Portlanders out, yeah. which is anything over, like, you know, a flake. Yeah. So, and they're up on this OHSU hill. It took them three hours to take the mile and a half looped off that hill to get down to the main freeway. And then they had to trek home. We also had kind of a hairy commute getting home. We got home late, so on and so forth. And they had, my dad had pulled some hamburger out and had it ready to go with the hopes that we would make spaghetti out of it. Yep. Which I all I was told was, 
here's some meat. Why don't you make spaghetti? It wasn't like a yeah. order. It was just like, oh, here's the meat. It's already thought out. Why yeah. don't you make spaghetti? And I'm like, okay, no problem. Justin got home. Life was crazy. I was still, I had an awful pregnancy with Tempe. So. Everything went crazy. So I ended up taking over dinner and I made sloppy joes. And, and the, we ate all but, it, there was a little bit left. There was a little bit left. And so, but there was all, but but there were leftovers in the fridge. Yeah. So that they could have had something if they needed to. And then also, I figured they would have just stopped. Nor my dad's stomach. Yeah. And the way he, when it's time to eat, it's time to eat. So I figured since they, with all the crazy texts I was getting from mom about how fucking long it was, mm-hmm. whatnot, they would just stop and grab him a burger or something. Turns out he was really had his heart set on the spaghetti. So, so they he get gets home. And, and Justin starts, is upstairs. I am on my own when they get home. And he walks into the kitchen and is like, where's the spaghetti? And I'm like, what spaghetti? He goes, weren't you supposed to make spaghetti? I'm like, I don't know if I was supposed to make spaghetti, but just Justin made, I mean, Justin, Ju- Justin made sloppy joes. Justin did it. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, threw me under I the bus. threw him solidly under the bus. You have no idea. At this level of our relationship with me and his in-laws, I was terrified of them. <laughs> terrified. Well, everybody, when they first meet my father, is terrified of terrified. him. Terrified. I'd known them for almost a year at this point, but it had only recently happened that I became pregnant out of wedlock with their son. <laughs> and <laughs> After I had just gone through a, not not after, but fairly, re- relatively soon to after I had gone through a pretty messy divorce. And then we got married in what could only be considered a shotgun, shotgun wedding. wedding. <laughs> and we're living in their house. Yeah. I, I mean, I lived every day in fear. <laughs> like they were, they actually honest to god awesome people not many people would have been able to do that but i just in retrospect i can admit to myself i lived in fear like everything if they were mad i was just devastated so he gets home and he's clearly very pissed off well and to top it all off my mom who smokes <laughs> oh my god I she keeps about that. she keeps a bottle in the car that she has a little bit of water in and she always drops the butts in the bottle because she's not a litterer while she's a smoker she does not you know throw her cigarette butts out the window she always you know she's <laughs> as responsible as you can be about it and she puts them in the cigarette bottle well this little car she had she has two cup holders that are wedged between the seats and dad sets his water bottle in there and um right behind hers and they're driving down the road he grabs a water bottle doesn't even pay attention to it cracks it open takes a swig it's the butt bottle bottle. and he immediately is like pull over pull over right now pull the fuck and she pulls over and he gets out and harps Harps. oh my god big time which i can understand and then of course so she lived the whole rest of the car ride home in fear he's like i'm so like the whole kitty foreman thing i'm just so very nervous you know he had just had somebody's some doctor to get very intimate with his ass with a camera and then you know this all this other stuff's going on and the then butt the, bottle the snow the that snow. camera up the ass and then he gets home and there's no fucking spaghetti it was a bad night for dad and and I so think- i like almost run upstairs like justin you made sloppy joes and we were supposed to make spaghetti and we were supposed to make spaghetti and he, you made sloppy joes and he's so mad and i don't know what to do <laughs> oh. and you're like i'll go talk to him yeah <laughs> so not only did I throw him under the bus, he went down and he laid down in front of it for me. I was, I, I'm blessed. <laughs> I am blessed. He just laid down. He's like, it's all my fault. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I took, I took on full responsibility for it. Like, everyone went to shit, blah, blah, blah. And I got the uh, good old fashioned dad talking to. And, you know, and I understand completely where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally, 
I could see myself pulling something similar if it were to happen here. <laughs> um, but at the flip side of it, it was just one of those things that everything was all – that whole day it was just one of those days. And luckily for us, mom, at the time, she was like, well, this was kind of fucked up. Rick – it was a rough day. We all just kind of need to reset. I'll make you a fucking sandwich, something. <laughs> yeah. Just shut up. What do you want? <laughs> let's just figure this out. You can't undo what's been done. Let's move forward instead of, you know, freaking out the fact there's no spaghetti. So, but I did within a very short period of time make a, just a vat of fucking spaghetti <laughs> yeah. with like all the garlic bread I could throw at the man. <laughs> yep. So I'm pretty sure I made up for it at that oh, point. With but, that artisan bread from all. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, from Costco. We need to get that. They don't sell it anymore. No. They you haven't sold my day. They haven't sold that for like a year. Really? Yeah, they haven't had that. It's one of those ones where they get you hooked on it, and they're like, "No, fuck you. We're taking it. Bye bye. Move on." They replaced it with something else, which isn't nearly as good. But it's probably because the manufacturer. Well, anyways, that, I might. I cry. almost. I almost side railed there. But I yeah, so cry. that was. <laughs> that was one of my little, you know, stupid son pulling a stupid bonehead move with dad and. You know, and you know, like I said, in retrospect, here I am living in their house, and you know, I'm, 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 I'm helping their food. Well, and I'm helping out with bills, but yeah. I'm not helping out much. Yeah. And you know, they were doing me a solid after I had just gotten railroaded by my ex, um, and I didn't make him his spaghetti, and I should have just made him his fucking spaghetti, but I didn't think about it, and yeah, I had my own problems going on, so I made it the quick and easy thing. You had, he a, said. You had a sick pregnant wife. Yeah. I was so miserable. God, Tempe's pregnancy was horrible. I felt so the bad for you. Pregnancy with Tempe. Not Tempe's pregnancy. Yeah, that was a bad choice of words. <laughs> you being pregnant with our daughter Tempe was horrible. Not yeah, yeah she's not no. Yeah. So but yeah. So you know, you know, we all even as a son I fuck up, so it happens. <laughs> I, so I that's where I try to give kid the kids some leniency. Yeah. It's it's like, you know what, I, I've been there. I didn't make the spaghetti once. I get it. It's all good. <laughs> but I learned from it. Yeah. I made him lots of spaghetti next time. I made him so much spaghetti, he was like spaghetti out for like a year after that. He's like, no more spaghetti. Nope. Because that, I think it was the week of the week of spaghetti. I made spaghetti on Monday. And then we had and like then, leftover spaghetti on Tuesday. And then we did the spaghetti we bake ca- on we did spaghetti Wednesday. spaghetti on Wednesday. And then we did the spaghetti, the spaghetti fry and the spaghetti pizza. And it was like, a, it was an entire week of spaghetti. Yeah. And yeah. And my dad doesn't get tired of foods very often. But that way, he's like, I'm, we're, good. "We're good, we're good. Let's not do this for a while." Throw the spaghetti yeah. away, son. <laughs> it's, it's over. <laughs> it's ran its course. It's set its piece. We're we're, we're good. So, oh, I was t- I was telling somebody about the podcast at work. Oh yeah, um, the the guy that got promoted mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. is in, kind of in charge of us now, but yes. used to be ne- right next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife had a baby. Three weeks ago, two weeks ago, boy right or, in the middle of the end of open enrollment. Yeah, was it boy or girl? Girl, cool. Tell him I said congratulations. I will. He and all pictures are just freaking adorable. Mm-hmm. But as I mentioned, right in the middle of the close of open enrollment, so he didn't take much time off. He, I mean, he honestly couldn't. He took the week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, been but, there. Yeah. So he. Um, you know, he's been a little stressed, burning the candle at both ends. So I checked in with him about the baby the other day, and he's telling me that she's breastfeeding, but not breast breastfeeding. She's doing the pumping Pump, and yep. pumping a bottle, which allows her to get more sleep and is a little, a little more stre- less yeah. less stressful. And he gets to do the yeah, feeding more like, the bonding and more the bonding and stuff. And I was telling him that you know, there that's really important. I, I felt like it was really important. 
important yeah. for you to get bonding with the kids, even though I was full on only breastfeeding because the kids never took a bottle. No. I mean, we tried with Tempe pretty hardcore. And not not, not a formula bottle, just a, a, right. a milk bottle so that right. I could give you some respite and some right. peace. But she wouldn't take it. I mean, she could be starving and she mm-hmm. wouldn't take it. Yeah, well, that's still stubborn yeah. to this day. And Trent, we just never even tried. No, we did. We did? But we, we tried and it went the same route, and, oh. but we rather than... Push, Be, it. push it. Push I mean, it. We knew from that point. Okay. Well, obviously, the 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 real nipple is much better than that rubber thing. So we just didn't yeah. even yeah. bother at that point. And I have to say, I didn't try as hard as I did with Tempe, just because I had, I saw the right in the wall. I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I there's sleep, or I can keep trying. Knowing my kids being as stubborn as they are, I'm gonna sleep. Yeah. Here, there's a boob. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Well, you know, you live and you learn. Well, that's that's see, but the see, this is my excuse for putting the weaning all I'm, on you. Like I, I give you, and I I followed I followed through with it today. Yep. Now, granted, because you put it all on me, I'm going to do it the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep telling the kid that I want my boobs back, and, and I, Daddy's not been allowed to touch him recently. And until he stops doing this, Daddy's going to be very upset with the fact he can't touch him. And I'm just going to keep guilt tripping the shit out of him until he stops. Not that, and I think it's funny because I think he realizes it too. Because he'll just look at me, he go, he'll pat it, he goes, Trent's booby, <laughs> yeah, and just look at me. He's totally like, like, like no, 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 this is this is mine. So Trent's you can just back booby. the fuck he off. He pats it, and I go there. My no, it's daddy's booby. He goes, no, daddy, and waggles his little finger at me. He said, no, it's Trent's booby. And then you're over there like, motherfuckers, this is my boob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what y'all been smoking, but these are mine. And that's when I just go back to I followed Beyonce's rule. I put a ring on it. All the single ladies, all the single ladies. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So I, 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 I've listened to the whole song. I know what she says. If you like it, you should have put a ring on it. I did. So that doesn't give you ownership. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been saying this for years. No ownership. Sorry. <laughs> At any rate, um, there was an article about men mm-hmm. that are standing more by their women. Oh, that was a bad one. Um, standing by <laughs> your woman. <laughs> Um, about <laughs> who's saying that shitty song? Anyways, stand by your man. Is yeah. that like Dolly Parton? Or? I don't know. Jugs Ow! herself. Damn it! That was your other hip, wasn't it? No, it was the same damn one. I heard I'm that broken. Pop. I heard that pop all the way over here, <laughs> and then you did the ass slap, which was kind of kinky. So I didn't. I slapped <laughs> my thigh, not my ass. From all I could see from over here was the general area where you slapped. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> But no, there was an interesting article about this guy that was taking photographs that made it look like men that were breastfeeding. And, what the, and the tagline, uh, I would if I could. Yeah. And basically what the point was, was that they, were there, they would do whatever they could to help support, even though they couldn't physically fulfill Feed. this need. They wanted to be, they wanted this bonding time. They wanted to do these things. And there were actually some people that were like, you know, really. Grossed out. Gro- or just, just spitting like pure hatred towards them. And it's just like, dude, first off. At least that you know they they know that they get it. They did the deed. Well, it makes me they think you should this. write a book because remember the guy said there's no resources for men who mm-hmm. want to support their wives that are breastfeeding. I'm like, Justice should write a book. You, know, you want me? To- Justice oh, should boy. write a book. Justice should write a book. <laughs> the problem is, is that I'd have to figure out if I can get the. I'd have to find a way to bankroll the oatmeal to be my um to be <laughs> uh, the author uh, not my author my illustrator because yeah. that's about the only way it would work. <laughs> so. I can only, I've only got so much clout with that guy. So. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm just saying there should be more resources for men who want to support their wives or or parents mothers You know and and some it, we're running a little long in the tooth tonight so yeah. we won't do it tonight but at some point I I would like to have that discussion in general because 
and this is probably going to get me a, a little bit of hatred or maybe a little bit of anger spat towards me a little bit, but there should be more resources for men in general when it comes to the just the entire yeah. parenting thing because there are so – and granted, before I even say this, I'm going to say woman's body, woman's rights. I get all that. But there are so many things that fuck the man over or give them zero yeah. r- rights when it comes to this whole conception, mm-hmm. birthing – you know, yada yada process that in general, I mean, granted, there's a lot of shitheaded fathers out there, but there's also a lot of stupid. I mean, look at Teen Mom. There's a mm-hmm. shit ton of just dumb girls, too. Yeah. Well, it's one of those, you know, how that, and I'm not going to say the one word because it's the N word, but there was a, um, it might have been a Dr. Dre album, like the Chronic 2001, where they were mm-hmm. talking about how, uh, you know, <clears throat> basically it was the whole thing was stop talking shit about your your baby's daddy <clears throat> to your kid. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, you always tell them that, you know, oh, your daddy did this and mm-hmm. your daddy did that. He's like, no, see, the problem is he's taking care of his real family. Mm-hmm. He's like, you his you were his weekend pussy. You were this, you were that. You had tried to have a keep it and were baby mm-hmm. and it fucking blew up in your face. But he's a real man. He is taking care of his real <laughs> So it was one of those things that, you know, even if the guy wants to take care of his shit, <clears throat> there are very limited rights as a father mm. when you want to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And there's even more limited rights to you when they're trying to screw you over mm-hmm. and it creates this whole conundrum. And so there's a, the, as far as lack of resources in general when it comes to the male populace, yeah, there's that's very true. Because mm-hmm. whether it be support, information, the ability to have any rights one way or the other, mm-hmm. it's all like not there. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm even exclusively talking about people who are in a committed relationship. Oh, yeah. There's not very much. I've got a buddy of mine who's in a committed relationship. And part of it, very clear, was there was a prenup before marriage. Mm-hmm. Laid it out there. And, you know, and, and she agreed to it. She said, just don't tell my parents about it because you'll set them over the edge. Yeah. But he had very definite reasons for doing it. And they're all very, mm-hmm. I, I can't fault him at all. DNA test in both kids Mm -hmm. and it was not about a lack of trust or anything like that it was simply I'm fiscally responsible for this particular thing for the next umpteen years Mm -hmm. just do me a solid and show me the actual proof Mm -hmm. that it's mine Mm -hmm. and some people might freak out and go oh it's a trust issue oh you should just you shouldn't be concerned about but I I can get that I mean you literally are tethered and once your name goes on that birth certificate as a father Mm -hmm. getting it off there you have an easier time proving the existence of God mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> than you would getting that to take place. So, I mean, I can't, I get it. Yeah. There is definitely a lack of resources there and it's, it's not fun. And just, you know, going through the divorce and whatnot and the way you're looked at as a man, you know, oh, you're deadbeat dad. When I'm like, no, I fucking pay my bills. I pay mm-hmm. my child support. I pay all that shit. And you, mm-hmm. you, you ain't got shit on me. So don't try just don't yeah. look at me like that. Well, and I think it's always swayed, even when there is divorces, it's always swayed toward the mom. You know, mm-hmm. oh, mom's going to get the kids. One Why? Of the, one of the very first things I did when my, when my divorce was coming, when I got wind of what was going on, and thank God for my dad, because I wouldn't be able to bankroll this myself <clears throat> at the time uh, due to all the other factors. But I found a, basically, you, you take like... He was like your your Saul. Um, Better uh, call Saul. Basically, he he just where he could take any situation and make it mm-hmm. swing to the father's direction, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. And had a very high percentage and was very good at father's rights and father's you know this and that. And I went and I consulted with him. I said, "Here's the deal. It's this, this, and this." And you know, unfortunately, it, Oregon's a, a non-fault state, so it doesn't matter who caused the dissolve of the relationship. You can't hold it against them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so because if you could do that, you could use that as a case for making sure that you don't they don't strip your rights away and whatnot. But anyways, I had them unlocked and I had a baseline and retainer. It was the check was there. It was an, it was a blank it was basically a blank check with a signature on it saying whatever you need to make this happen, happen. <clears throat> and I did never had to use them, mm-hmm. but it was great leverage to go, Hey look, I know your financial situation, you know mine, because we're going through this whole thing, we're breaking it all apart here. This dude's ready and he's got guns pointed. I don't want to go there, so don't try to fuck me over. Mm-hmm. And she didn't, and there, th- that wasn't the only reason why she didn't, but it was definitely something that was very beneficial yeah. in my court. But it was a very scary process because I had seen how many, I had seen way too many people get screwed over by that. So it's not cool. I mean, and I and I get it. Once again, the stereo, you know, if you look at it historically or stereotypically or whatever you want to say. There are a lot of the deadbeat fathers that well, aren't. Well, it's not you know, even deadbeat because I mean I think that has a well, different the, connotation. But fathers who pay less attention to their children than their mothers do, mm-hmm. or you or you do have the true deadbeat ones. Yeah. But at the flip side of it too, <laughs> see, we're going to get into another little twist here. Sorry, I look at it. You start talking about child support. Part of the reason some of these people do what they do, and not that this excuses it in any way, shape, or form, but some of these child support judgments that are factored out there, it's a, like let's say it's a 50-50 custody split, mm-hmm. yet 75% of the man's income goes to the ex mm-hmm. for child support. Mm-hmm. How is that equal in any way, shape, or form? How, first off, how is he supposed to live on his own? I get this with, with insurance clients all the time. Yeah. Because now that the, the health insurance will go off your income to help mm-hmm. with payments. This guy called me. He's like, well, I make 70000 a year. Like, but I see twenty of it. Well, and I no, it, really. I mean, he's like, I make about seventy thousand a year, um, but I pay over a thousand dollars a month in child support mm-hmm. for my two, two children. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's that's a lot of money. Oh, and he pays for their insurance, yeah. which is another thousand dollars a month. So two thousand twenty four thousand a year mm-hmm. is just instantly going to his ex then he has court mandated other things like child uh, college savings and all mm-hmm. this other stuff that he's got set up he's like and i do it anyway but now the government thinks i make seventy thousand a year not the you know yeah 35 to 40 that i actually pull, pull in. in yeah and um it's kind of depressing really when you think about it because well, he's using that money for his kids he should but and he doesn't claim on on his taxes because the mom does mm-hmm. so it's like and you can tell, I mean, this guy got choked up talking about yeah. it. Like, not the money part of it, but like the, I never see my kids, you know, because oh, yeah. they live out of state because their mom moved away. And like, yeah. he got choked up. And I'm like, I, well, I see, got and that's why, bad news. <laughs> well, that's that's part of the reason why I, I, I love the little bit that we did pay for on this guy. Mm-hmm. Well, the advice he gave me was, one of the things that's in my, in my divorce decree is it's on lockdown. There's a 60-mile radius mm-hmm. you, you from... Address to address. Mm-hmm. If either party wants to go out of that radius, you have to have signed permission. And technically, we're supposed to actually have it done by the courts too. Mm-hmm. To allow it to happen, so she can't. If she ta- if she were to take off and just do whatever, or if I were to take off and do whatever, we would be in violation. They could actually have a bench warrant issued for us right then and there, and mm-hmm. then also kidnap charges, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And that was one of the th- you know it was that was one of my fears. And then also you know I locked it in with the way I did everything that. <clears throat> You know, I I pay anything and everything that that kid needs. I pay for it as far as day to day needs, clothing and stuff like that. If it's furniture based stuff at her place, that's on her. But if he needs new underwear, even if it's underwear for her house, I buy it. If he needs mm-hmm. this, I buy it. 
I also get the tax claim. Yep. You know, and I went through and I and I, I navigated some of these things just because of those exact things because I had seen in high school I had some friends of mine that were parents had been divorced and then it was actually the older two brothers were from one dad and the younger one was from another dad divorced both times both dads paying a metric ass load in child support to the point where one of them was living at his mom's place in a just beat to shit like 70s Winnebago that mm-hmm. leaked because he couldn't afford to be anywhere else and there was never food in her house. The, 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 she always kept the heater and was really bitchy about the heater staying low. And if it didn't stay low, she got really mad because she didn't want the power bill going up to a certain point mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. But she collected porcelain dolls. I was always on eBay and these other sites and doing this other thing. Well, you know, all the this. early version of eBay. Yeah. And, and going to these, these shows and whatnot and just spending exorbitant amounts of money on these porcelain dolls and bringing them back to the place. And it's like, okay, so you're literally their favorite thing to eat was this nasty shit called tater tot casserole. And it was ground beef, a couple cans of cream mushroom soup, some green beans with tater tots lined across the top and some shredded cheese. And that was fucking like gourmet filet mignon for them. It was like, you know, like your, your most expensive, just, just melt in your mouth, prime rib. That was what that was to them, and they loved it when they had it because otherwise, I, I, I swear to God, their mainstay was Ruffles chips and Ruffles brand ranch dip. That's all I ever saw them eat. It's all I ever saw for as far as food in their house. And outside of water, there was nothing else to drink. I mean, it was always just Spartan there. And she she made good money on her own, not to mention everything she was pulling in on child sport as well too. <clears throat> so it's like you have that, and it's like, okay. Fine, you want me to pay this much for my kids? How are you guaranteeing that my child's getting this money? You're not. And that's where the system starts fucking up. Mm-hmm. But once again, because it's going to the mom, no big deal. No, no, no problem. It just doesn't even really look at it. Well, the mom's going to take care of it, really. Some some moms don't. Some moms don't. They yeah, just don't. And some moms do. I mean, so you can't grossly generalize one way or the other. But that's why I was very cognizant of that when I was going through mine is that, that my money is going to go to my son. So I'm going to write it that if my son needs clothes, I will go out and buy those clothes. I'm not going to be forced to give a couple hundred bucks to them mm-hmm. and hope that it makes it down to him because oh. I know that it's not going to. And it's not that she doesn't, you know, I shouldn't say I know that's not, I, I can't say that with her. I can't say that I know that's not going to. I can say that I have no guarantee right. that she would do, you know, and I'm not saying that she would do that. I'm just saying that there's nothing that the courts could offer me, but mm-hmm. legally there's no guarantee that they can say, yes, we can prove without a shadow of a doubt that that money is going to go to your kid. And since they couldn't do that, I, I made, I stepped in and did that. And it's sad that I had to do that, but it's, it's the way that it goes. And it's, you know, it's like spousal support. I think that's a load of shit, no matter which way it goes either. That's rough. I mean, I've seen I've seen a few cases where it seemed logical, but that's on the whole that's been very rare. Like most of the time it's like, really? You got what? For well, what? The way I look at it is it doesn't I, I don't care if you decide to stay home and take care of the kids and I'm working and and then all of a sudden you have to go work now or if I decide to stay home and take care of the kids and you're working and supporting me, once that relationship dissolves, it dissolves and anything that was agreed upon in that relationship is no more. So that means that I have to man up and go get a job or you have to woman up and go get a job. Guess what? It's fucking life. Go do it. The only thing I can say is I, like I said, I have seen situations and in this situation it was, they met in college. Mm -hmm. She didn't complete her degree because Mm -hmm. they decided together. I'm going to stay home and raise a family and do the pregnant thing. And I'm going to focus all my time and my, my energy into making your career success. In fact, he was a pharmacist. Yep. 
ended up being a very successful pharmacist. They had lots of money, lots of, you know, all this stuff. And then one day he decides to go out and start cheating on her a lot. Mm -hmm. And, and they end up getting a divorce. The reason I felt it was justified is she gave up all her potential income. And see, and, and I, and I don't agree with it being for 20 years or oh, 10 no. years, but in a short-term situation, especially if the kids are still at home. But we'll see the way I, the way I look at it. If it, not. You know, the way I look at that is simply if it comes down to the kids being taken care of, then give them to the father, let him take care of them. She may actually made that decision, whether or not I, I, I you and I will disagree. I, I'm just well, agree- no, I'm saying me, I'll let agree me, to let disagree. Me, let, me, let me finish. It. I'll explain to you why I disagree on it. Because you look at that and you go, okay, yeah, and I get all that. But actively as a couple, unless he was like browbeating her or whatever, she made this decision to stay home with the kids and just cancel her degree. And that was a decision that she chose to make. Mm -hmm. Then the relationship split up or dissolved. That shit happens. Life sucks sometimes. Mm -hmm. You got to suck it up and move on. But here's why I don't at all agree with it. It's because let's say – I go out and, and you and I never happen and we're not here. I'm single. I go out and I get somebody pregnant. Mm-hmm. They want nothing to do with that child. They didn't want to be pregnant. They don't ever want to be pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. My own personal stance is I don't, I, I understand that why abortion exists. I understand why it's there. I think it's abused. I don't agree with it in the respect that I do think that it's, it's too heavily used as a birth control method and not heavily used enough as what it needs to be like, you know, an anti-rape situation, stuff like that. But that's another, that's totally another topic there. But let's say, so you, th- me and this girl made the active decision to do the tango. Mm-hmm. Now she's knocked up. Mm-hmm. I'm actively saying, I want to keep this kid. You can sign away every last bit of your parental rights to me and I will take them and we'll move on and you'll never have to deal with them again. I can't do that because it's the woman's body and she has to carry it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And the male is neutered on so many different ways when it comes to stuff like that. Granted, because historically, you know, so on and so forth, but it's still a, a shitty situation. There's nothing, there's nothing I can do. There's no recourse. I can't force this person to keep the pregnancy. I can't force them to not terminate. I can't force them to take my child and not kill that child. Now, whether or not you believe life is at conception or life is at birth, whatever, that's fine. But still, there is an active process of life being made there in whatever mm-hmm. stage you think it's in. Mm-hmm. And if I actively want that to complete and take it so that I can move on because I want to own up to what I did, mm-hmm. I can't force them to do that. Mm-hmm. Nothing you I can do, no matter how much I would cry, it would hurt me, whatever, doesn't matter. It's her body, her choice, so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And I don't, and I don't, and I understand that argument. But it goes back to the same thing. They actively made this decision to get pregnant. Or not to, to get pregnant, but to hump it out. Mm-hmm. One of the consequences of doing something like that is the possibility you get knocked up. Mm-hmm. Put on your big boy pants or your big girl panties and deal with it. The same, I view it the same way as a relationship. When you commingle life like that or commingle lives like that, mm-hmm. you actively make these decision, decisions and granted, should one person be infidel or have infidelity? No. Should these problems exist? No. But they're going to happen. You take that risk. As part of taking that risk, if life shits on you, much like it did on me, you yeah. got to suck it up it's and move just, on. In this particular situation, life didn't shit on her. 
he shit on her. But that's, and that's he life. Was, that's life. No. See, and I, like I said, I'll agree to disagree on this point. But no, I, I think that there are certain situations where a spousal support is justified um, for a short period of time or some kind of... It just it just is to me because... Um, and maybe that's from my perspective. I mean, I... And I, I and that, you know what? I, I would totally be in support of that if there was some way for men to have more... Um, I would be in support of it if it was the guy getting spousal support in the opposite role. See, I honestly would. Yeah, and so no, no, I don't feel it's a sexism thing. I think no, it's I, a, I'm not. And it's, yeah, I'm not saying it from a sexist standpoint either. So I don't support it either way. Either way, I look at it, and it's partially, and it, um, it's probably a good portion because of how I was raised. Mm-hmm. That uh, the way my dad taught me was that you can. When I, there's an old. There's actually a. Um, it's a, believe it or not, it's an outcast song. Uh, and the lyric goes, you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather. Yeah. And that's, there, there's a lot of fucking truth in that. Yeah. No matter, you can plan life and you can do all these things. It's the same thing if, you know, I were to get smacked by a bus tomorrow or you were to get smacked by a bus tomorrow. That would put us in a financial position. Not me. I have life insurance. No, no. But I'm saying <laughs> that's only going to last you temporarily. Yeah. Past that point. Something you're, you you got to make some sort of adjustment mm-hmm. to make to make it work. Or I have to make some sort of adjustment to make it work. So you can't count on that. You have to be able to say, okay, I had everything all nice and pretty here. Then whoever it was took a shit on it. Mm-hmm. I got to take it, brush it off, well, and I got to I'm, I'm not suggesting that – that's why I mean short term because I'm not suggesting that, oh, my husband cheated on me and I changed my whole life plan for him and now he should support me the rest of my life. Bullshit. What I'm saying is – he can't leave me homeless because he decided to go get some extra pussy mm-hmm. and expected me to just deal with it. He has to he has to help me get not for a year, not for three years, but there has to be some kind of exchange of the fact that you. I've set you up through my hard work. I've set you up to make a fortune as a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. And I've worked hard at that. I've taken care of your children. I've done all this work for you. And I got nothing out of it financially because in the end, you took all the money and ran. Yeah. That's what I mean. Well, and I, and I, I can fully see that. I still I, I still don't. I don't agree with it in most situations. Well, and yeah, I look at it from the point of view then, too, is that how common and you have you kind of have to roll it back to a sexist standpoint there for a second but if you look at it realistically in today's society how common would it be for a male to get spousal support out of a female in today's society i know it's happened but i don't know who or why it it never comes easy no but that's more of a societal issue that how often is it that the guy but that's 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 kind of what i'm saying is that for for as much as and, and maybe it's karmic payback for all the many years that men shat on women throughout society <laughs> as far as keeping them as lower, no voting, so on and so forth. But for all this equality that's there, once something goes awry, society instantly views the guy as the as the evil okay. and treats the woman as whatever – Unless she's literally doing something really shitty, like you know, I mean, there's, you you really have to be fucking your a, best friend in your bedroom. And well, there's that, but I'm just saying, even that would. But see, in Oregon, that doesn't matter. Yeah, at fault doesn't I matter one, one little bit. I, I couldn't but hold it against in, her. In this case, that it wasn't a fault issue either. Well, no, he but, was. He it was his fault for because he went out and was getting you know. I feel that way. 
Okay. He may not have. He probably was like, she's a cold-hearted bitch who won't sleep with me, so I'm going to get it somewhere else. I don't know. Well, then, but, but see, that that there goes back to that, though. Then you got to go back to, the once again, the relationship problems. If she wasn't putting out, not saying this excuses yeah. him for running, she has some culpability there because an active part of a relationship is you can't just expect the other person to turn celibate because you're having a bad fucking day or a week or a month or whatever. And vice versa. So once again, do I think it was okay for him to go out and get it elsewhere? No. But she holds responsibility for she was doing something there that wasn't cause it was causing there to be strife. So there's equal shared responsibility. Therefore, they should share the brunt of what happens. I'm just saying, I and I go back to it. I don't believe that the dissolving of a marriage should leave someone homeless. Oh, and I, in this situation, mm-hmm. that those woman had no income and. Two kids who were teenagers about to leave the house, but she had no workable had, skills. I mean, she'd been out of work for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And had my parents not been in town or alive, I would have been homeless when this all happened. Mm-hmm. And I have a and job. And I don't and agree I with income, that. And I would have been homeless. So, I mean, but. But uh, that's what I'm saying is I don't agree with that I would that have found somebody's crowd to crash on. Yeah. There's. Once again, it goes back to my mentality of it had that, you know, for me, it was, it was, I was lucky enough to say, Hey, look, I need to move in your basement for a period of time. I'll help out with bills, do whatever I can when I can, but I got to focus on this, this, and this. And they're like, yeah, let's do this. And they were able to help me out. But had that not happened, I would have found somebody's basement or couch to crash on or whatnot for a while until I could figure it out. But I would have gone and done that. And see, it's that, that's my point is that I agree fully with the whole not, don't leave in the homeless thing, but there's because. And I was actually, I brought this up with a coworker of mine and it happens a lot in tech support. You're having a computer problem. You call up your tech support desk. And I'm not, I'm not saying you personally, yeah. but that's just, this person's having a computer problem. They call it the tech support. Well, it sounds like it could be this. So can you do me a favor? I'll be there in 25, 30 minutes, but try these four steps. I'm willing to bet that's going to resolve your issue. And if it does, please call me back and then it'd be good. That person looks at it and goes, I could do these four things. Or he's going to be here in 30 minutes. He can take care of the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to roll over and let them do it. And then lo and behold, the guy gets there, does his four steps, problem solved. Now his time could have gone somewhere else. It's that same mentality of why would I, why should I have to work when somebody else can take care of it for me? Right. Which is why I'm saying it shouldn't be indefinite or yeah. anything like that. But but I, I'm just, and I am a little bitter. My, I'm a little bitter I know, because but of I'm what saying, I have. I'm saying, if you were in a position where you had been t- been taken off the job market for 20 years, mm-hmm. and you you weren't just crashing on your parents' couch or a buddy's couch for a little while till you got under your feet, but ostensibly you were going to need an entirely new training career. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but because I was the man in that situation, I would not. I would be having to be fine. I would have to find something quick so I could pay my child support so I could take care of this because I couldn't afford a good enough attorney to give me any rights because it's a very mother friendly situation. That, that's where I'm a little bitter about it because yeah. I just, I don't, it, 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 and once again, it's that whole, it's not a perfect system. There's no way to fix it, but it's because of shit like that. And you, it's, it's, you guys. And I'd like to point out spousal support does not happen very often in situations of severely low income. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's rich people paying their rich yeah. people. To but even so, even so the child support does get a little out of hand in those low income situations. Yeah. And it literally bankrupts the one yeah. so that the other one can. And 
there's that once again that's that whole verification thing for me it's like yes this person needs to be responsible for it so it fine have them be able to prove receipts here's the clothes that i bought for this kid it totals this amount i took care of it here's the food i bought for them i delivered it you know mm-hmm. that kind of verification not just blindly give them money and we'll hope for the best because yeah. that's all the system does right now yeah you're going to take this money you're going to send it to them and we're just going to we're going to assume that they're going to do the right thing there and they're going to give it to the kid and that's we're, our job's done now we, we we've done our good deed for the day we're going to move on to the next case thank you come again and so you know, it's, but on the flip side of that particular coin is it the government's place to monitor that either no but but but, i mean if we were receiving child support as opposed to the uh, going back to my do i think society do i think society should have to raise the children no i don't think so and do i think the government should be involved in that no i don't but it has to because we have continued to raise these self-absorbed people who think that the world owes them something instead of going out and working for it or the dickheaded, you know, the, the very chauvinistic male that, you know, well, it's the bitch's job to figure this out and she's got to take care of the fucking kids. I don't, I, it's my job to impregnate women. It's not, you know, my, my, I was put here in this world to walk around busting nuts into pussies. That's all I got to do from there. It's on oh them. My God, never say that. Yeah. So, but I mean, but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's those mentalities that we kind of foster as a society in certain ways that allows those kinds of things to happen and causes those things to happen. And so, I mean, you walk that structure again of should the government have to step in and do this? No, but they have to because people aren't doing it. But much like everything the fucking government does, they fuck it the fuck up. You know, (laughs) it comes, it really comes right under that. It's like, I have no problems with welfare. I have problems with how it's currently implemented. I have no problems with requiring, you know, uh, there's, there's there's all, Basically, you take any of the hot button issues right now between you know left and right, and I have no problems with what either side asks for, because both sides are asking for fairly. For, usually, both sides are asking for fairly reasonable things if you just sit and think about it for a second. But because you get the government involved in it, it just kind of goes and blows up and goes to hell from there because it can never be done right. And like with the welfare thing, for me, what really tipped it off was watching old dirty bastard. On MTV, go down to the welfare office and get food stamps for his kids in his name. Somebody who is ostensibly not the biggest hip-hop star in the world, but the guy's got some money when he hopped in his Escalade with the big-ass rims and the booming system. And he did it not because he wanted to work, work the system, but he wanted to sh- – he, he actually kind of did it as like an expose of, dude, check this fucking out. Watch yeah. this. Oh, we got groceries now and went and actually bur- – I was like, oh, my fucking God, Really? So who's verifying what? You know, you, you, they want this whole self-policing thing to happen. In general, the whole system is set up to be a self-policing. Oh, I bet item. I could go down to the welfare office and get food stamps if I wanted to. Yeah, if you did it right. I mean, I could look pretty damn white trash if I need to. Uh-huh. So I mean, <laughs> and it's those kinds of things that are infuriating to people because, it's like, well, if, if that's happening, where else is this misappropriation happening? So then you get the, the, the very fiscally conservative ones that are, start screaming this, but then you get the ones who are liberals, well, like, you know, but you're trying to take away our welfare services. And it's like, well, no, no, no. We're trying to get you to be fucking responsible about it. Or we're trying to get you to be responsible about the child support or anything else. It's, it, 
it, it's this whole clusterfuck, and I know it's kind of a weird topic to have slid into. Oh, yeah, and I didn't realize how long we've been talking about yeah. until I looked at the clock, and I apologize if that was the <laughs> strangest freaking wormhole we've been down so far. But, but I mean, it's it's one of those things. It, it, it does go back to, ultimately, if you're going to do the deed, be prepared for whatever may happen. Don't be surprised if you get pregnant. Don't be surprised. <laughs> Just don't, don't be surprised. I mean, if you're going to it's nature's it's what it is there for biologically wait sex wait, is wait, there to wait, procreate wait you're telling me that sex is for kids mm-hmm. or for having kids yeah, there you go that's that's, that's clear for that <laughs> and one, i but. shouldn't be enjoying it at all no, and, no, no nope not oh, saying okay. that i'm not saying that you shouldn't be enjoying it i'm saying from a strictly biological standpoint did you know the that act- humans are the only mammals that that don't lose their memories when they're not using them? Mm-hmm. And but I do, I, which is fine because you can keep telling me about it all you want because you're rubbing your boobs right now and it's kind of getting me all hot and bothered. So I'm just saying, I, just don't saying, lose your memories. This, this is a thing. A thing that all a thing that all the other mammals that like those things really appreciate the fact that they don't go away. <laughs> So, just but saying. no, but you know, it's it goes back to that. You know, teach your kids or teach people that. Well, it's an enjoyable act. It feels good to bust. It will bust one out. You know, it feels good to get off, whatever you want to say. From a strictly scientific, biological standpoint, there is one function that that particular process serves, and it's to further the, the race, to further, not the race, but to further the uh, genetic code, the genetic code, or to further <laughs> the, the species, right? To make sure we live, that we carry on. So when you do that thing, don't be surprised when it Don't happens. Don't be surprised when nature actually does what it's supposed to do and furthers the species. So when that process happens, be ready to handle it. Goldblum quote, life finds a way. Life finds a way. It's the <laughs> chaos theory, right? Exactly. It's just, it, it's what happens. You know, it happened with the dinosaurs. It happens with us. <laughs> life finds a way. So we've, we've probably blabbered on quite I'm a bit so now. No, sorry. no, no. But... I, I think it was actually an interesting know, topic to I talk about. I got you on a weird tangent. And you kind oh, of, I love these weird tangents, I though. And I, I, I just hope that other people like them. If you don't like them, so you can far, tell us. <laughs> so far, the few people that I have been talking to, um, and that sounds really bad when I say it that way, but I have been able to as narrow... As far as I'm concerned, we have four listeners. Well, no, I've been... I'm just saying. No, when I, I think about the podcast, I say, yeah. oh, those four people that listen, that's awesome. <laughs> well, so currently, one we have one person viewing... To me doing my little uh, to the camera here. No, uh. Yeah, we've had one on here for quite. A, we we usually have one to two viewers every week. That's insane on I, the thing. Uh, yeah, I never know who's actually watching because nobody ever chip, chips in, and or I'm failing miserably and not posting the correct link out there so they can actually actually be part of the show. I'm not sure which one it is, um, but. So yeah, I've, there's people out there. I, I've, I've talked to plenty. I've looked at the stats, and I've talked to plenty of people that listen to us. And they all are. So far, I've had nothing but positive reviews over the show. We had the one piece of criticism we had, albeit in a very public forum. I appreciate it when we we kind of delved off for like three episodes there and weren't doing a lot of parenting talk. <laughs> Still a good show, but not a lot of parent talk lately. It's like, oh shit, you got to swing this chip back that direction. Let me fix that here. So and. But I mean, in general, I've heard nothing but positive things, and, and, and I, that actually allows me to segue into something else. We're going to have a guest here soon in the next, you know, couple I weeks. Heard, I'm excited. So somebody I work with, I came to find out that they're listening to the show. They, I, so I was chatting and with I them. I think his wife should come too. 
I, I don't know if we're right. I have to broach that with him and figure okay. out how – because it's going to be one of those situations that it's probably going to be one and then the other okay. because of the fact oh, – child care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or we have to figure out some way to get yeah. – you know, make sure that the kid's taken care of. So we'll yeah. see how it happens. But he he's agreed to come on the show. Um, I just think that would be more – male perspective than we need <laughs> well he's when no, no he's super awesome well and he's really actually a very if you were to, if you were to classify him very progressive in his thought patterns right. and very much not i think he'd agree with me more than you probably would in a lot of ways yeah so that's no, fine but yeah so in a couple of weeks here i gotta narrow that down the times so i'm gonna have a, a, a friend of mine he's gonna come guest on the show and we're gonna he's got a daughter and we're gonna let him kind of you know go ahead and turn that off so it stops beeping yeah, battery's going dead um, so he'll be on the show here in a couple of weeks and we're going to have him on there. And then also I have, I've, I finally committed to this. We have to commit to this. Otherwise it's never going to happen. We are going to do the religion episode next week. What? Yes. Next week. I've been doing some prep. I've got a lot of notes <laughs> taken. I've been listening to a lot of stuff. It's and general I- conference this week, you know? Oh, no, I didn't know that, but that's actually kind of funnier now. All my, all my uh, Mormon friends on my Facebook have been posting quotes all day and it just makes mm. me want to go. Oh so my God! What I want to be the reason why I want to announce this is because my goal for this episode is not to be a religion bashing episode. No, it's not to be an episode, and it might seem funny why a parenting podcast would talk about religion, but it's because it affects how people raise their kids. Religion deeply affects how family dynamics work, and I there's things that I've come to. Being somebody who was raised in a very in a religious family who went to church, you know, on a very regular basis, and all these things, there's things that I've come to over the course of my life, come to realize and come to see that I don't. You know, just there's just stuff I, I need to talk about. Or I think I should I want to bring up and and kind of give my own whether or not you know it's worth a grain of salt. I don't care. I want to give my unique take on it. So. I'm going. One thing I am going to say is we're going to focus this episode a little bit into what we know, and when yeah. I say that is. I don't know. I, I know a little bit about the Catholic Church, but I wasn't raised Catholic, so I can't delve into their stuff a lot. Mm. I know a little bit about J Dubs because my grandparents are that, but I wasn't raised that way. I was raised very much to hate them based off of, you know, because my mom does not like them at all based <laughs> on things that happened to her, understandably so. But I was raised Pentecostal. I know a lot about that, you know, the Foursquare revival, mm-hmm. Lism stuff. You were raised Mormon. So we're going to start by tackling those two because they're actually two completely opposite spectrums as far as how they go about things, mm-hmm. but some of the common goals and, and core goals of, of how it affects family dynamics in some ways are the same. Yeah. And I'm sure you've had you've got questions for me about the whole you know what it's like to be in the whole speaking in tongues religion and whatnot. I've got some really. Uh, after, especially after doing more research about how it was like to have to be, grow up in a situation where as regimented as certain mm-hmm. things are in Mormonism mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that's where we're going to kind of focus. And then if we get, if it works from there, we might branch out a little bit and look into other ones, but it's going to be, I'm going to do my best to kind of not just be, I really don't want to be a bashing episode because do whether or not you agree with them, whether or not you support it, I think South Park put it best, whereas that if Mormonism allows a family unit to be a tight family unit that takes care of each other, that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Granted, there's certain aspects within that 
that need adjustment. It's hard for me. So it goes both ways. But that's why I want to get into it because you've got a unique experience with yours. Because it was you did by, by no means. Not the typ- we typ- were not, not the typical. You were the Mormon family. Atypical. We were the. You, you were. You were not a typical Mormon no, family. We were atypical. You were the atypical Mormon family. <laughs> and I know a few people that listen to media for sure. They're going to get a good chuckle out of that. Yeah. So, no. We we were not a, a typical. Um, yeah. And and you know once we were kind of the same thing. We weren't. Well. Yeah. So anyways, we'll get to that next week. So. Please understand. I can understand if you want to tune out of that episode for your old your reasons. That's fine, but I really am going to do my best, and Jody is going to do her best to not make it an episode about bashing and I can't and just hating my, on. My biggest problem right now, and I'll get into this on the show, is I I have family members who are still very deeply ingrained in this religion, and I have to smile and nod when they tell me stupid fucked up shit (laughs) (laughs) so i mean i'm pretty good about at least being respectful Mm -hmm. so and so yeah that that's i think we're gonna fire that off next week just because we've been we've been we've been horrible people and just like oh we're gonna talk about this we're gonna do this and we we do have a couple people that are like well i really want to hear what you're (laughs) how you're gonna parlay this into parenting when i can't wait for it and we're just like yeah we'll get to it well we're gonna do it eventually (laughs) and i i I, i'm an excellent procrastinator so i could keep putting it off and i'm better than you (laughs) so i'm just gonna pull the trigger and say we're gonna do it next week all right next week i'll do my research there's some more homework for you babe um otherwise once again, we want to thank you for your support and for listening to the show. Uh, one viewer is still chilling on there, so that's great. Um, and uh, just want to say we do have multiple ways for you to contact us or find us. We are available on Facebook. So if you look, at, look up or do a search for Bad Parenting Podcast on Facebook, you can find our page there. Please, if you want to, follow us, become a part of the page. And Please. Social interaction. Please. It's, called, it's, it's, it's a social media site. Please. And so we can socially interact with each other on there. So if you've got funny parenting things, you want to tag us on a, you know, something stupid your kid did or something cute your kid did, whatever, please do. We want to actively kind of grow that community and, and, and kind of organically get it, you know, and I just said the stupid word that you should never use in that kind of term. Um, but so we want to grow the community. We want to grow like the, organically and cosmically grow. Well, no, see, the, no, the, there is, it's a, it's a, it's an, um, SEO. It's a term that's thrown on a lot about organic results. I know. Blah, 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 blah. It's really annoying. I know. <laughs> I get, I get talks about how our, um, conversations with our clients should be organic and flow freely. And the, you, these one question will just lead to another. And they will literally say organically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eight times in oh, a conversation. Yeah. Like, I think you're over. You, I, I know that you know what that word means, and I know that you know that you're wor- using it correctly. You're just using it about eight times too many. Yeah, no, that, that does happen. Um, and so we are available there at Facebook. We also are on Twitter. Granted, I've let the Twitter feed die a little bit. So oh, I've gotta, I might be able to pick that back up. I'm Twittery. Are you? I'm, well, good. I'll get you the, the credentials for that, and you can help get that because I've kind of. I focused my my I, I have focused in on a few key areas right now, and it's been the website and Facebook, and I haven't branched out much past that. So we are available on Twitter at, at Bad Parent PCast. Um, I'll get Jody on being more about you know tweeting her twat better and whatnot. That and would be good because I don't I'm not very good about tweeting out on my uh, my mom person, one. Yeah, um, but I'll be better. There you go. And then um, also we are available on all your you know your favorite podcast aggregators. We can be found on iTunes. Um, we're available on Stitcher, also on TuneIn. Or you can leave us a voicemail. And I re- really... We, would, nobody's ever left us a voicemail. It hasn't happened yet. so bad. It's, you know, so 
three seven five. I almost put my own number out there. <laughs> and um, if, okay, I have I have a request. Yes, leave a voicemail with um your most embarrassing kid moment to date, or biggest parent fail, or biggest parent fail. And I'll do you this special solid that was the reason I never would call in and leave voicemails on previous shows that I listened to is I was always afraid they would they would they, they would broadcast the fail like like they would broadcast like I'd say like I'd say oh shit I recorded that wrong and they'd still play it oh they do I know some do yeah we won't do that if you say oh wait don't play this one at the end we won't so just no no fear. And I'll have just mm. no, no fear. He's got an evil look on his face. I'm <laughs> no, holding just, him to it. I, I, I'm just. I find it funny that somebody who has no access to any of these. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're not playing anything that has that they don't want to be played because I hate live. Yeah. As as we have said on the show, when I called when we called in the mediocre show and I we were live, I said some of the stupidest shit I've ever said Talking in my about life. About how you could get our four year old daughter to twerk oh. and she'd be off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it still makes me cringe. Oh, it was fantastic. It still makes me cringe because I'm not a live person. So if you're not a live person, that's fine. Call in a recorded message. If mm. you hate it at the end, just say, delete that. I'll call back later and call it back in. No harm, how, no foul. How about this? I'll, I'll, I'll roll with you on that one. Only if they actually call back in and redo it. Yes, if you don't call back and then redo we're gonna, it, we're, we're totally playing We're totally it. playing the fail and you can just eat it and deal with it. So okay. little incentive so they don't just, you know... <laughs> Start doing it. Oh, no, no, never mind. Just delete it and go goodbye and never do anything. Yeah. So, so sorry that was an even longer when No, no, closing, it's all good. But um, So, yes, once again, uh, just you know, we can have comments on our website. So we just – the we appreciate our listeners. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. And um, if, you, if you really do like the show, much like our guest did, and I was really ha- thankful he did this. I, I profusely thanked him. Tell your friends. Tell people you think would enjoy the show. Let them show them how to find us and, and just kind of help us spread the word. We would like to see this grow, and it has grown quite a bit. And I'm very appreciative for what we have so far. So just, you know, rah rah rah, keep up the good work. So now, f- do you need me to read that, or are you going to be okay? I think you had to say okay. It. So Jody has found the creative cuss word of the week, and uh, it's actually kind of fitting with the way the conversation um, ended, uh, or the way, the way we kind of ended the episode there, which is a. Uh, don't you know basically don't be a bastard bandit don't be a bastard bandit and then there won't be need for all these <laughs> fucked up child support situations so yes um i love it all right so once again thank you for listening to us uh that has been i, I don't even know i just lost my my train of thought totally derailed just there so sorry that's okay that my is, train ooh. crashed like 45 minutes ago but this is um justin for bad parenting podcast saying don't be shitty parents uh, peace out. And in honor of Jody's boobs and the problems they've been having, our closing music is going to have a little something to do with that particular area of the body. So we hope you enjoy. Awesome. Thank you. Have a good evening, guys. You want to know what really fucks me up, man? What fucks you up, man? What fucks me up is that we write our fucking hearts out. You know what I'm saying? Keep it real. Yeah, man. And these motherfucking niggas, man, they make a million fucking dollars, million dollars. off of some stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Gave it gangster, baby. You know what I'm saying? We really put our hearts in it, man. I don't want to... Like, tickle your ass, crack, man. That's what's up, man. What's up, son? What's up, God?
what y'all doing, B? Uh-huh. You got that psychology 101? Yo, son, nah, I ain't got that, man. What is that, tech out? Nah, but yo, yo, check this out, son. I got that fire, B, y'all you know I mean? Them 816 boys, uh, Areola, son. No, yo, them no niggas shit. hot. No, son, trust yet. me, B, trust me. Them niggas win Grammys, son. They win Grammys, and they get you mad ass, B. Uh, like, check it out. I played that shit for my girls the other day. Uh-huh. Yo, man, I got some ass on her and her friends, ah, son. Yo, that's how I do I it, mean, B. That's I mean, how I do no. it. Y'all, check this out, right? I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let y'all hear this, y'all I mean? Y'all like that, y'all come back and y'all spin with me, alright? So cool. y'all check this out. Cool. I mean, no. Hey, what's in the She told me to hit it and split it and get a bumper. Uh, just a little softer. I'm the one that be driving them crazy out of their brains. So give me a peek of your areola out of your hands. Cause she got thighs on her. Look at the size on her. Big old shape like she need fries on her. Wanna see her in your booster yet? Swoop ya. See her in a group we say. Hey, areola. Stick them out. Don't know what I'm talking about. Let's circle around and skittle in the middle. You put in your mouth. But I love you, baby. Nigga, uh-uh. they win Grammys, uh-uh. B. You know what I'm You want to really know what we think about Yo, this, tell me what y'all think, son. This, nigga. Bop, motherfucker. Oh, but I like this. And here's my letter of disapproval. Strange music, bitch. It's out there now. Here it goes.